0: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to podcast So i'm like extra spicy on the mic today i can actually hear my voice and that has been a pet peeve of mine for many a months now i feel like i'm podcasting again so i'm ready to talk some shit uh with that said uh yeah with that said uh, this is also, you know, I'm just going to start it right now. This is the uh, Working Like a Job podcast, episode one, goddammit. Uh, that's what we're doing right now. Joining me today,
1: Mr. Q Storm. Sir, how are you? I'm good. <clears throat> I just got me my fix of uh, some good old classic Star Wars. And I uh, was Kurtzman. You need to watch that. You need to watch that. And see how it's done, bro.
0: All right. Well, thank you, sir, for joining us today. Also, joining
2: us, Mr. Ant Pooh. Sir, how are you? I'm great. I'm on a three week break from work and I'm just going to be diving into this clubhouse, uh, getting my education on and getting my tree foolery on as well. All right. Well, you right at home then, right? I- <laughs> yep, i <was> on it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love it. I love it. We'll get into the clubhouse. There's been a lot of conversation about that, uh,
2: app. I believe it's, uh, I don't know is, is I'm going to say this, uh, non-foundational black Americans are in their feelings on clubhouse. Oh, well. Interesting. Okay. Right.
0: Um, but before we get into that, man, let's jump right into, uh, we're going to talk about some TV, the Mandalorian. Uh, we, we, We've we've been discussing this show, and we finally gotten the season finale for season two just dropped. And when I say the word headbust,er this would be like headbust,er times ten. Um, at this point, I'm going to tell you right now: spoilers. Do not listen to this if you don't want to know what happens. Uh, I don't want to hear no complaining. We've told you it's out. Luke Skywalker. Luke appears on this episode, and I'm talking about classic Luke. This is Return of the Jedi. Luke, fully formed Jedi badassery. For some of us, we've been waiting since Return of the Jedi to see something like this, which has been like thirty some odd years. And let me tell you, uh, I don't think any of us was ready. For what we got here on this episode and just to set it up for me personally um i was watching i believe it's star wars theory shout out to him a very popular uh, youtube channel for star wars and he was doing a live watch along so this was like you know after midnight and i was like i'm not gonna watch it right now but when i turned i clicked on him real quick because i saw he was on live and he was crying and I was like, Whoa, I, st- I said, I stop." I don't even know what's going on. I said, God damn it's 1 AM. Let me go ahead and watch this goddamn episode because <laughs> <laughs> something's up. And so I'm just, and, I, and I'm like laying in the bed. I got my phone, put my headphones on. So I'm like, I'm just gonna watch it on the phone. You get to a certain point now, And I'm like, this is another great episode. I'm like, okay, this is, yeah, this is, they doing the thing. And you know, the stakes was getting high in the episode. The back's against the wall. And I was thinking, I was like, they have to do something with this episode. They've they've blown us away already and shown us things that we just didn't imagine. I was like, they really got to, they have to knock it out of the ballpark. They set themselves up so high. And I'm thinking to myself, I had already been thinking, boy, if they brought Luke onto this, it would be nuts. But it's kind of like, I'm saying that, but I don't know if that could actually happen. How would you do that? But when I see the X-Wing coming, and I'm like, I I said, oh, you know what? I said, son of a bitch. I'm like, he's crying for a reason because I was waiting to see why he was crying. And I was like, okay, would this be Ahsoka? But we've already seen that. And I'm watching, and when I see the dude come with the the hood, I was like, "Uh," I I just, motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) motherfuckers!" I was like, Damn, they are about to! I'm like, let me sit up. I'm, I'm watching this, and the lightsaber goes green. I'm just like, I'm trying not to scream, and I was, ah, I was
3: like, oh, they're
0: killing me! And you know, the rest is is amazing. So, well that that was my reaction. I loved it. Q Storm, what did you name? You actually called me, I think, right <laughs> after you watched it. But what what was your reaction?
1: Listen. <laughs> Clown, get ready to clown me. I'll own it. Uh, when I saw the X-wing come up, I thought maybe it was because Boba Fett. We, we spoil on this. So Boba Fett set a trap. Well, not a trap, but he was like bait for the Tie Fighters when they were trying to get into uh, Moff Gideon's ship. Who, Moff Gideon, played by uh, a, a, an awesome Giancarlo Esposito. That brother kills it, whatever he's in. Um. So I. So they. And he goes away, right? and then they land into the ship and all everything happens right and then the group gets trapped in a room and these battle droid dark droid dark troopers were about to attack them and you saw the X-wing pull up I'm like oh okay they got uh it was like Boba Fett came back and he, they they let 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 my man use a um an X-wing fighter okay cool <laughs> then I saw the robes I'm like oh oh shit oh shit uh qui Obi-Wan? Huh? All right. Then my, when I saw the green lightsaber with the leather glove, I was like, uh, no, nah, uh-uh. No, nah, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not worthy. And then when he pulled off that hood, my bottom lip started quivering. Call <laughs> <right. laughs> me if you will. My eyes got misty. And then when my man R2-D2 came on screen, I started crying. Tears did flow. This is the Luke I've been... You know, okay, let's go back in time on this show. I've kept saying, you know, when Darth Vader said, uh, <clears throat> do not feel so proud of this, this weapon you've created, it's insignificant <clears throat> when compared to the power of the Force. And I was like, well, I ain't seen the Jedi do nothing. And then we saw it in Attack of the Clones. There's the one good thing about that movie, the Jedi battle. And then Luke, I'm like, we saw, we saw how they did him raw in uh, the last trilogy. This is the Luke I've been waiting for, for years. Mm. Years, gone for I put you up on the shelf with the Russo brothers. You should have been, you and Kevin Filoni should have been doing the movies. This was straight up awesome. There's nothing, no, I don't, CGI face, I don't care. Don't care. Do it for the whole season. Next season, this kicked ass. This was unbelievable. Unbelievable.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, and Poo, any thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, it was dope. I got to admit, it was dope. Uh, I will say that CGI did look very bad, in my opinion. But overall, the the series has been... I've had a number of conversations with a couple of other people and just echoing the same thing, like uh, Disney and Kathleen Kennedy, they made an error. And hopefully um, now that they have the uh, hindsight, they can go about correcting it and getting Favreau and Dave Filoni in to guide Star Wars moving forward. Um, I've been some of this some of the episodes were self-contained and some of some of them i really wasn't feeling i thought okay this is really great but overall i want this to lead to something and you know props to them they got to a really good endpoint. I, I know a lot of people are in their feelings because uh little gro, gro grogo i think is how you pronounce his name <laughs> is uh gone for now um but they executed and hit it well and of course you know they got my girl sasha banks in there i can't hate on that whatsoever Although, okay, actually, I will hate on that. I get it. You have a woman wrestler. And I think only a quarter of uh, the listeners will get this, especially Mark. I'm really pissed off that you actually had her do a tornado DDT. Stop it. You ain't got Rock doing a rock bottom in every one of his films. Don't get the wrestlers doing wrestling moves. Come on, especially when you have Star Wars.
0: Man, you geeked out on me right there. I don't know what, what you're talking about, but I'm sure the wrestling aficionados
2: got everybody that. Called that. When they saw that, everybody called that. i like, come on. God, thought they did it. Everybody was cheering for it. I was like, stop it.
0: Come hilarious, on, Hilarious, hilarious. Well, um, it, let's talk about what does this mean going forward? Because I think it opens the door... For a lot of things with the show and Star Wars in general, you know me, I was always the guy saying like, I want to see them read. I wouldn't be mad at a Star Wars being redone with Apparently, the classic to classic characters CGI'd, or them doing. Uh, I mean, personally, if they just said, you know what, there's a many stories that we can do with the classic characters and yeah, we can't go, we're not going to be able to hire the the actual actors, but we can get stunt doubles and CGI, and would you want to see, you know, the further adventures of Han, Luke, Leia doing something back in those days? I think we're inching closer to that could be a real possibility. Like, you know, they gave us Tarkin first. I think they kind of tested it with Tarkin. And then they had Leia, um, you know, like in Rogue One, and even in the last, some of the last Star Wars movies. And, and then they actually, they even showed us a, a younger Luke in the last Star Wars movie, right? There was that sequence where he was training Leia. But I think this now pulling him in just like this. And if people can accept it enough, psh, I mean, well, please, it, I, I'm not, I wouldn't be mad if they said the next season, of the Mandalorian, cause I listen, they not throwing away baby Yoda. That's their cash count. That's one of the yeah. biggest things that didn't in the last couple yeah, of years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that means to me, we're going to see Baby Yoda with Luke in the next season. And if you're talking about cash and checks, they're they going to be overflowed with merchandise. I mean, when they had the, the scene where uh, Luke picks up Baby Yoda and you got R2 right there, I was like, oh, man, I know their marketeers and merchandising people were just losing their goddamn minds. Ah, we're
3: going to make all the
0: money. I didn't. That, they gonna cash that. I saw. I'm, I'm thinking the next season is gonna, you know, have that in it, um, and then the whole thing with Boba Fett at the end. I didn't. I don't know. It was unclear to me. Do they mean that he's going to have a sp- spinoff show, or is the next season yeah. The Mandalorian going to focus well, on that?
1: I, I, I because I he's to, a Mandalorian was- too. I read somewhere where they're doing. Um, the impression. I got. I'm not claiming this, but that they're doing a spin-off show, The Book of Boba Fett. I don't know if that's the title, but
0: See, that's it's in
1: December 2021.
0: Right, but that's, I, I want to say, isn't that when the next season of The Mandalorian is coming out?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's why I put up on uh, Facebook, I said, did Pedro Pasco just get Terrence Howard? Because there were uh, news reports that said that he wanted to stop doing um, his um, live action acting and only do the voiceover because um, he was upset about um, his face never being shown in the series. Which to me, I'm like, you didn't know what you were signing up for? So I'm thinking mm-hmm. like, OK, well, cool. They- he has come out <laughs> and since said that wasn't true. I mean, um, I, who okay.
0: knows if it was or not? Now we know <laughs> they've shown his face twice in the well, they probably That's told
2: it. him about the book of Boba Fett, and he was like, "Okay, I'm on board." <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean,
0: I'm saying it doesn't negate that he wouldn't be on the show, but yeah. obviously, this season it seems as they've they pulled like uh, a Civil War, Captain. Like, no, this is going to be a Star Wars universe show, and we're gonna have all these characters going to be, and it's not going to just be Mando's story. Obviously, so <laughs> I'm I'm curious:
2: yeah. is that what the next season is really going to blow it out? Yeah. Yeah, because based on this final episode, they really laid out some storylines that they can delve into. I mean, you have Luke training Gorgo, what happens there? You got mm-hmm. Boba Fett, and even more so the fight between, well, I'm say the, the impending fight between uh, the Mandalorian and I can't think of her name over the Darksaber. I'm like, where All is right. that going? And plus, I know. Bo Katan, I, I think. Know. Is that a I, I think so. And I know as good as Moff Gideon has been in this series, yeah, we need that brother back. And on top of that, uh, they tease well, I was about to say they tease uh Grand Amor Thong, but they announced Asuka's uh Ahsoka's uh right. series,
1: so that's probably where he's gonna show up, but you never know. But I, I read an article just uh this morning. I don't know, I can't find it, but there I it said there was talk about casting Sebastian Stan. The guy who plays Winter Soldier. Uh, like
0: a lot of fans speculate. That's a fan thing. Yeah, they t- they could pe- cast him as Luke. Yeah, which I I'm, I'm cool on. I don't
1: yeah. think they would do that because he's too busy shooting uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier.
0: I ain't too busy to get the check. I- <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> 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 I mean, that make that you work. But I just one, one time. <laughs> yeah, same. he
0: can't. Uh, nah, that you have said so to me. If you're gonna show us a CGI Luke. And then you got Hamill to voice it, bringing the guy to play him. Would boy, that, that all the hell would break see, loose.
1: I, I still don't think the CGI is something you can do for an entire movie. You can use now now the, the de aging CGI like they did with the Irishman. I can see that Could you still have the actor's face to work with. I just don't think do what they did with Luke last night for an entire series.
2: Yeah, that was my complaint.
0: uh,
1: I I agree, but you never know. I mean. No, no, let me be clear. I'm not saying I thought it looked great. I'm not saying they couldn't do it because it would look bad. I'm saying they couldn't do it because of the expense. And it would start to kind of fall off the rails, I think, after a while. you would be limited in the angles you could shoot the guy, the, 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 the character.
2: Well, I think uh, Disney has shown that they're willing to uh, give these shows a big budget. So maybe money might not be an object. Yeah, I don't think the money is the object. But I think,
0: I think the technology and how believable it would be certainly is an issue. And again, um, they may not do the Luke show, but will they have an episode or two maybe next season? that feature him. And he doesn't have to be like, he's not doing Shakespeare here. So it could be just, you know what I mean? Would it be <laughs> enough where they show certain angles of his face? There are some full on shots. I, I think the the geekness of it all and just this, the fact that it would be Luke, if it was done in such a way, we wouldn't, I mean, we would give him a pass because we'd be so blown away by it. I think there's a lane to, it could be done. You know, I think it could be done.
2: Yeah. And that was one of the things when, they, when he did pull the robe off and reveal his face is I was just kind of curious. Why did they even feel they needed to show him that young? I mean, I think the audience just having Luke Skywalker would just have appreciated that they that mm-hmm. I don't feel why they had to back themselves into a corner by having, OK, we need that young Luke because I'm sure they would give a pass or be understanding if they um, did have Mark Hamill, you know, and tried their best with makeup to make him look younger. Or even do the deaging like they did with Samuel Jackson in Captain Marvel, which he looked that looked good. You're talking about a lot of deaging with Mark Hamill, no well, shade.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he, was hey. the, he was supposed to be the Luke right after the Return of the exactly. Jedi. Exactly. I mean, again, they didn't.
2: Again, people would be willing to give that a pass. Nah. Just be nah, keeping them. Nah, up I outside. think
0: timeline wise, though, you has to. That's the whole. I mean, that's the reason why I think this was so spectacular because it was that Luke, like. Yeah. It was the one we all wanted to see, uh, and, and they did it. And it was, again, it was the CGI perfect? No. But everything else about it was, and it's just like, you know what? they That was it, man. Like, God ah, damn. Um, it, was, it was great enough. Like, if it was shitty, then we would all nitpick that to hell, but I think it is just a nitpick. It's not, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, man, are you kidding? Like, that was... And you just never thought, again, I uh, applaud them that they'd never leaked. We didn't know going in. I, I mean, they nailed that. I, I told Q on the phone last night, I said, the only thing I would actually nitpick would not be the CGI. I would nitpick the music when Luke appears. If, if when that lightsaber flash red and those classic Star Wars music kicked in, I would have probably had a heart attack. Like it would have been, you know what I mean? The soul, I'm like, oh my God. It just went into the, the classic It would have, been, would have been a rap. That would have been a rap. <laughs> that would be the, that was the one, that was the only
2: nitpick but I would I, have said. But other than that, then. Like... And okay, I gotta I'm
3: going
2: go to go ahead and die on this hill. Mark Hamill is 69 years old. Yet we just saw Luke Skywalker be a beast with the lightsaber. So I want to hear anybody more about oh Carrie Fisher was too old so we couldn't get Leia being uh, a Jedi Master and doing doing just Jedi stuff. Stop it because we just saw we lost. just saw Luke Skywalker. I, I didn't get what you were was saying. No, what? I'm saying Mark Hamill was 69 years yeah, old, I'm right? Your book. Right. That's okay, cool. Mark Hamill was 69 right. years old, and we just saw Luke Skywalker. Right. The character he's known for playing just be a badass in this series, which to me invalidates all those arguments of saying, oh, well, we couldn't have Leia be this Jedi that's doing all that stuff because Carrie Fisher is too old.
1: But it wasn't an old Mark Hamill. But that wasn't Mark Hamill on screen. That was That's
2: my point. I know it wasn't Mark Hamill. People were saying we couldn't see Leia do that because Carrie Fisher is too old. So I'm saying Mark, Mark Hamill Hamm- is old,
1: but we just saw Luke Skywalker do all that. Okay. I don't know. I've never heard that argument. I, you, I'm lost, but okay. You actually made that argument. Hilarious. I didn't make no,
2: Yes, you did. You said Carrie Fisher is too old. Nobody wants to see Carrie Fisher said, doing all that. She's too right. old. She can't
1: do that. If Mark Hamill, the, Mark, the real Mark Hamill at 69 were doing that on screen, I would think it looked ridiculous. Exactly. Looked
2: just like Carrie Fisher would not have been doing any of that on screen. But we would have seen Leia hmm? being a Jedi.
1: You're not making any sense to me. <laughs>
2: no. You want them if animals
1: or something? Are you
2: going to make I'm so. lost too. I,
0: I, I, pull. Pull. I don't yeah, see well, how explain, you're let me, lost.
1: Let me explain what, I've, what my point was. To see a... I, I'm going to say she was in her 60s. I wouldn't want to see a 60-something Care, uh, Carrie Fisher... Wielding a lightsaber, I think it looked ridiculous. Just like I would not want to see a seventy-year-old Mark Hamill the way he looks now wielding a lightsaber. So if you were, if you gave me a Carrie Fisher or a Princess Leia that was CGI, like we saw last night, I'd be okay with that. Although I did say I would prefer not. Uh, I would prefer if uh, Princess Leia. Weren't exhibiting the exact same lightsaber skills and Jedi skills as Luke. That's what I said. Hmm. Well, let me, I, go ahead. That's what I said. I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Well, I would add. I think we just saw that, uh, Mark Hamill's sure. character with Mark Hamill exhibiting the Force. So oh, right, but st- in the last Star Wars movie, you saw uh,
0: the young Mark Hamill and young. Princess yeah. Leia doing Jedi moves. Obviously those yeah. were CGI characters. But I would say in terms of the the actors as they were in their and now older. I would guess I would just use the example of Palpatine from Revenge of the Sith
2: as well as he, Count Dooku. Yeah,
0: he was older and he had a lightsaber battle scene, which I thought worked great. You know, he they used, you know, CGI on his face and, and things of that nature. Um I would have loved to have seen Carrie Fisher get down In these movies, but obviously she passed away, and they the the stories went a different direction. But I would say the same thing for Luke. Like, yeah, the last Jedi, I wanted to see badass Luke. I didn't care what age he was, but the Mm -hmm. choices that they made were the problem, not what they if they look like they could do it or not. Obviously, they can use technology to do that. But I think the whole issue with Star Wars fans was that they chose not to go that direction with Luke. We saw the battered down Luke, which is cool. But we all wanted to see, at least, you know, some of the older heads, we wanted to see this Luke, the one that we last saw when we went to go see the movies, and that one that we, in my mind, when I think of the hero, that's what I grew up looking at, was that dude. That was the dude. And what I mean, so to see him in his full glory, finally, that was just so like, God, thank you. We've been waiting. So, you know, but... Uh, as they move forward, go ahead. I was gonna say, as they move forward, there's a lot that they can do now.
1: Obviously, I know Mark Hamill sitting back watching that, like these motherfuckers. <laughs> Why couldn't I have done that shit? And he was way. fighting for that, and
0: that was, you know, he, he 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 was saying that when they was making those movies, and, and 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 kudos to dude to be like, you know what? Let me just get my check,
1: man. Like, I you, I, you know what? That's right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me get paid. <laughs> God damn it. So, yeah, Star Wars, man. Really uh, setting the bar high.
2: Yeah, my question is, is if Bob Iger or whoever is now the chairman, because I'm not sure because they're doing that line of succession thing. If they sat down with Kathleen Kennedy yet and be like, OK, so what was your plan? Like hmm. they literally brought back, they literally able to get Harrison Ford, uh, Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill for these sequels. And in my opinion, you waste. Well, yeah, you wasted them. I felt, you know, in the in uh the Force Awakens, Harrison Ford got a nice story arc. I mean, he was the best thing about that film. But it, and I get it. You want this younger generation of actors that you think can carry the films moving forward, but they didn't succeed with that. And the fact that they didn't give us, uh, I think you mentioned this once before, Mike, they didn't give us Han, Leia, and Luke, and even Chewie, R2-D2, and CP3O on the screen at the same time. That's an L that they need to hold. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And
0: I think, you know, I just think it was, they made a mistake. They thought they could do one thing and didn't realize people wanted to see another I just think it comes down to the differences a guy like uh Filoni and Favreau they understand what Star Wars fans like and they know the the world and and that's when the big difference is when you have somebody who understands the property versus people who are talented and have their own ideas but may be thinking on something else and I just think that we just see the key difference you know uh, these guys
2: understand what they're working with and they know what we want to see but I, I got to ask you this question, Mike. Even even if you didn't, I just think even if you didn't, you yourself didn't know how much the these characters resonated with the fans. If you were in charge and JJ Abrams said, "Yeah, I know we got Han, Luke, and Leia, but I'm telling you, Ray, Poe, and Finn, they gonna be the shit." Would you go with that?
0: Well, so the thing is, you're and you're asking against these people who are. Success stories in the game. Kathleen Kennedy, her 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 career speaks for itself. Track record speaks for itself. You're not going to necessarily doubt that. J.J. Abrams' track record speaks for itself. You really don't have a reason to doubt that per se. So they got the they got super talented people, and then they went and got the guy who wrote Empire Strikes Back. (laughs) So they feel like, oh yeah, we got the core, and then we had. We, we saw what George wanted to do we're not going to do that. Mike oh, right.
1: Was't it the son of the guy who wrote in?:
0: No, it was uh, Chasm. Was it was Lawrence Kazm he, he, him himself yes. He sat down oh, okay.
1: so, okay, so wow. they had
0: the elements, and they had again, these are people who aren't failures, like these guys they, you know you know what I mean like it, yeah, they the shit. so I, I can see why you, why would they question that? like again, I guess the thing is and, and the in the bottom line of it, the movies were super successful. Not act like they didn't billion dollars at the box, <laughs> so they they made their money and more and more of it. I just think the the uh, fan base doesn't necessarily didn't care for some of the moves made in those those movies, and then here comes streaming and other things, and they realize hey, there's still a whole. A lot of money on the table we're not really getting. And and, and yeah, these worked at this particular time, but there's not going to work in the long term. And then they brought in other people who had an affinity for Star Wars and who were already clicked into the Disney machine. Yeah, okay. Now y'all can do this. And there's a reason why they didn't let Favreau and, and Filoni do a movie. They let them do the TV shows. I Maybe they didn't think it was, you know, I don't know. We trusted that much, but we trusted enough for this. Now they probably see like wow, this is way more successful than we thought. Maybe we do let these guys take more of it or, or maybe they look at it as like, well, they working under Kathleen Kennedy so she must have something to do. it. You know what I mean? Like I can see both sides of it. Either way, at the end of the day, they winning. They still win either way. Even the people was complaining, they still,
1: they still won. They still got all the money. See, for me, the, the the last trilogy, it wasn't an issue of the producing team. It wasn't an issue of the direct of the directing or anything like that. It was. Well, well, I, I should I should kind of temper that. It was the writing and the creative behind it that made it that made that such a to me. Yeah. And, and it and probably thought,
0: wasn't because they were this person had this idea and this person had that idea and they weren't jailed together.
1: And I, and the reason I, I I've kind of fell back on it, because I know Ryan Johnson, correct me if I'm wrong, he had a lot to do with the script, didn't he?
0: For his movie. That was, this know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, there was, there was too many separate camps doing one trilogy, which is, they should have just had a, this is what the story is going to be, stick to that. But they let people do with their own shit. Now that was a problem. Right.
1: Well, that that's an L on Kathleen Kennedy's part, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: But I, even like the Last Jedi, I still think that that's a great movie for what it is. It doesn't work well with the story they were telling. But I can, I can respect Ryan Johnson's vision. Dude is, dude is dope. I'm not. I mean, he he did some super dope visual stuff in that movie, and and the style that he normally does, like when he did a Looper, I can see his style in it. I just don't think it works within the context of this trilogy. It's a whole left field thing. And and same with JJ. For what JJ does, I think he's dope. He's just a guy that likes to reimagine shit. I, I don't necessarily know if that's what you <laughs> should be wanting to do with Star Wars, but I love Force Awakens because that's that's what the, I look at it as. That you know, he just he can do a reimagining. The the last movie was just a mess because they're trying to take, they're trying to make a story out of this stuff they've written themselves in corners, and they're just throwing Hail Marys and just like Palpatine really and. None of this stuff does, you know, Finn, this is how y'all going to do him. And, you know, it, it was trash. Now, I would say personally, I think Star Wars may be better suited for TV. Because you can do deeper stories. They've shown you that the action can be just as extravagant and dope. So that's not a question. But I think we might be able to get deeper story. Now, I will say this about the Mandalorian. I don't think the story is that deep in that. Like a lot of it to me is they're very short episodes and they, they keep them action packed and they keep it moving very quickly. And I think that's dope. I have yet to see though, the real like, oh man, that was gut wrenching moment storytelling. And maybe they're not going to do that. I don't know, but I have yet to see, you know, the, the, I am your father type stuff or, or when Luke uh, unmasks his dad, to me, those are very emotional type scenes. We haven't gotten that type of stuff yet. I'd be curious if they, they do that or they just kind of keep it more action fair. We'll
3: see. But, but but with TV, you know, you can go deeper with storytelling, right? Like some of our favorite shows, The
0: Wire. They
1: have done that, Mike. What's that? I, I think they have done it. I would say I think they have done it to a certain degree when they've shown flashbacks. And I don't remember the, the, the plot lines that well, but I know. They've shown flashbacks of Mandalorian's uh, when he was hiding from the attack on, was a Mandalore and someone adopted him? I, I forget the, the story, but they, they've done some of that in, in the series, I think.
0: Yeah, it was, like I say, it's flat, but I guess so much we don't know about that character still. And I think uh, that's what I said. Important. We haven't gotten deeper into, as to say we haven't shown us really deep type of stuff yet. It kept it surface level, but, but I'm not mad at that because that's, a, that's the type of show it is but I'd be curious if they dive deeper into Mandalorian and like get into some of that or some of these other characters. Like I actually kind of think, um, bugging out. That's what I call him. He's going to be ever called bugging out.
3: Oh, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> wow.
0: That's my man. But I, I, I kind of feel like they somewhat Darth Mauled his, his character a little bit. I'm glad he, he, you know, his fight at the end was dope, but I really don't know about what, what was that character doing? Like they didn't really show him enough in this season. Like I thought they was. Like I still don't yeah. really know what the hell was going on with that.
1: Well, they said I, I took it. They he, his goal, his arc was he wanted to get some of Grogu's blood to create a race of, uh, you know, Jedi or a so, race of people who could do what Grogu could do.
0: That's it. Possibly. Yeah. It just is just unclear to me. But I'm not mad at that. I mean, like I said, I, I understand what kind of show it is, but I would be curious if they could dive a little deeper in into that what is what is baby yoda's whole situation but but it's not over like you know, they ain't gonna throw
2: him away yeah uh I think the nitpicking me is is now gonna be like okay so luke got grogo and he tra- trained him where he was at said, where, does oh, this he do? Stuff, where was he at when all this stuff started popping off with the new uh, with it, the first order you know, kind of like right. the Captain Marvel scenario. Like, okay. Which is probably access. like another, what, 30 years away? But we so know that uh, Yoda's species can go up to at least 900 years old. So, Right. And it's alleged that Grogu is 50 years old already. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure that's the story. They, they will be selling us that
0: story, I'm sure, at some point. You know, what happened with him and <laughs> the whole training with Luke? I'm sure they'll get into all that. That'll either be, be another show or book or movie or something. But they ain't going to leave that money on the table. I didn't know that much. Yeah, it's true.
1: Yeah,
0: okay. Well, but yeah, man.
1: Well, so does that mean, I mean, Mike, you know Star Wars immensely more than I do. So does that mean that Grogu would have been a padawan to Luke at some point? Yeah, I guess so.
0: Like, yeah, he's being, I I guess Luke is at this time either getting ready to set up another Jedi type Academy thing, or obviously we saw that he had that, you know, in the, was it Revenge of the Jedi? What was the last movie? Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. We kind of got glimpses of that. Again, this was, Kylo Ren doesn't come around for another.
1: Was he? 30 years or so, so there's a, there's a the big time gap there. But but there's a, huge, there's a huge plot hole there. If Grogu's 50 and he can't even talk yet, he's still a baby. Does Luke live long enough to be able to train him when he's talking and, and all that but, stuff?
2: Well, I think the thing is, is we don't know what aging is like in, um, in the Star Wars universe.
1: No, yeah. I'm saying Grogu is still a baby. He's, he can't even speak words. I mean, you know, he, I assume he wouldn't be talking for another, you know, seventy-five years. So, but Luke. Well,
2: and what I'm saying is, is, that you know, in theory, Luke is an alien. So we don't know how long Tatooines or whatever live. So it's you know, they could live to be 200. We don't
1: know. Yeah, see, that's another argument. I, I don't, I, I, I don't believe these are aliens. I believe they're people who migrated from Earth. Oh, there you go.
0: Okay. So, <laughs> okay. Okay. That's some different stuff.
1: <laughs> That's more logical than them being aliens. Okay. That would well, be well, one well, hell of a Star well, Wars story. If <laughs> you do watch any Star Trek, they're all humans who it's Star Wars. Wars. I yeah. understand that, but that means it is not that unreasonable to assume that. Because other properties sure. have done
0: that. It's not. I mean, who knows? We no, <laughs> All we know is it is a long time ago and a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> well, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, we're, we're, I'm sure we'll see what what happens with that. But uh, yeah, another great, another great season. Um, yeah, uh, Marvels next with uh, Wanda. Is it one division?
3: Yeah, one So we'll, we'll see what Ooh. they got. He already booing. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it might be dope true man. Uh, uh, well, it, it, anything's possible. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, and I, I'll tell you, um, I was a little except for the one sequence with him flying, I wasn't that moved by the uh Falcon and Winter Soldier trailer.
0: Uh, that's the one I really want to see though. I didn't think the trailer was all that either, but I'm really interested to see that show because I want to see what happens after Endgame, like yeah. you know, what I mean, like we still it's, it's been years since that came out. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah,
1: why didn't uh why did not your boy have the shield? Didn't Captain America didn't Cap give him the shield at the mm-hmm. end of England?
0: Well, I think this episode this series this series is about that.
3: It's about what, him having the shield or not and who they get to replace that and all of that. So Yeah, it, it touches that. There was something else. Uh God, I just had a thought about something. I totally forgot, sorry. Ah. Um, well, we can the jump old- around. We can jump around here. Um, what was I
0: going? Damn, I was losing all my trains of thought. All of a <laughs> but uh, so let's talk about. Um, I don't know if we've all talked about it again, but the whole stuff with the movies and and streaming and everything. We're only like a week away from Wonder Woman eighty four, uh, going to be debuting at the theaters and HBO Max. Um, I'm, I'm I'm excited to see it. Um, of course, I'm also excited to see Soul, the Pixar movie with Jamie Foxx. That comes out Christmas as well. Disney Plus. Oh, Lord. Um uh, man, I've heard some good, I heard it was a good movie. I saw a review on it. So it was really good. Um, so I'm excited to see that. Um it, I'm gonna ask you first, man. Uh, what are your your thoughts on this? There's been a lot of pushback toward WB uh about debuting their movies. Day and date online and at the theaters. Um, I've seen some act some actors and directors. I think Nolan had some things to say. Some of the agents agencies had some stuff to say. Um, I've seen Gal Gadot. She's come out in support now. To be clear, she got a ten thousand a ten million dollar bag. <laughs> <laughs> to come out in and support. And, and I saw some reports that there's a Denzel movie that's going to be, that's a part of this. And he's kind of upset or allegedly upset of this happening because he wasn't consulted.
1: He's upset uh, about what? If things go on streaming? Well, his,
0: his movie is going to be on going streaming as well. He's got a movie coming out. I'm a, Um, I'm a I look at it as a consumer level for me. This is what I've been asking for. Uh, I want to see the movie at home because I can't always get to the theater. It's inconvenient. It's expensive, blah, blah, blah. This way I can damn near watch all of these movies, which I can guarantee you. I, I would have not have watched all of these movies if I had to go to the theater to watch them. Cause some, I just don't, they have no value to me to be one, my time and my money. But if I can just sit at home and turn it on, hell yeah, I'll watch it. You know, and particularly the ones that I like. I can't wait. I can't like, I'm so ready for the Snyder cut justice league, man. And it's coming out in March. I'd probably, if it was going to be in the theaters, I'd probably go and watch it in theaters too. Now that I think about it, though, it's supposed to be four hours. so I don't know how that works, but I can't wait to watch it at home. I can't wait to rewatch it you know, over and over and dissect it. So this is just, for me as a consumer, this is great. But I'm curious what you think, Q. Do you think that uh, this could kill the theaters? Uh, is this too far with it? What you I don't
1: know. Movie theaters have been around for, what, a hundred years or so? I, I, I don't see this killing it. Uh, and so, yeah, there's that. The other thing I really don't understand is, and I've, I've put this on Discord to a certain degree, uh, I don't understand why actors and directors, if these are artists, They just want to exercise their craft and they're getting paid millions of dollars to do it. Maybe not as much as they used to, but I don't see any of them starving anytime soon. Why are they so pissed? What is it that they can't stand about the streaming services? I mean, I don't care if I'm a a painter. I might have a number of different canvases that people would view my art on. Wood, uh, uh, sculpture, rock, ivory. Uh, whatever. Why would I care? What I paint on, if my art's getting out there, I I don't know. That's what I don't understand. I need that answer before I can weigh in. Well, I think
0: some people would be. uh, Some people say, "Hey, I made this movie to be shown on the big screen. You know, the way we shot it, it's supposed you know IMAX or you know it's supposed to be on the bigger screen." I think that's one of the first things they would they would argue.
1: Okay, I still, but it's still your art. It's still, I mean, you can get sixteen screens now for like you know, eight hundred bucks. Come on, and do you not understand that that Hollywood is about a business and they can't keep waiting to delay their films? Would you do you want the film to be seen or not?
3: Yeah.
1: I I don't get it.
3: Well, yeah, yeah, I mean. You know, I'm trying to jump in the
0: shoes of the other side of this. And, and yeah, I mean, it's like, and it's a traditional thing, right? Like the whole going movie going experience. And I want people to see my movie that way. And it's, it's sort of communal type of experience, which is an experience for sure. Um, but I guess the thing, you know, I guess the other side of two of is like, they're not saying that that experience is going to be gone. It's just that we're going to give more choices. Now, does that have ramifications? Will it make it tough for theater owners? You better believe it. Um, But but that's the business side of it, right? And then there's the artistic side of it. And I think it's the two things coming together. Now, some of these agents and stuff and some of these actors are like, well, I had some business deals that are tied to the performance of what happens at the box office. I can understand that. Like, oh, I might be making less money or y'all, trying to cut me out of deals and things of that nature. Those are things that need to be negotiated Then, right? Like then the, the, the movie studios have to be able to say, well, okay, maybe if we'll change the threshold, if, if it was this many downloads, you can get this amount of money. You know, I don't know. They have to come up with something, but that's the business side of it. And business is not fair. Business is what you can negotiate. And if you got leverage then you can make moves and that's, How we've always taught of everything. Yeah, if you're more valuable than certain things, yeah, you're going to be able to get money that the other person can't. Is that fair?
1: That's life. Let me ask you this, Mike. Maybe I'm naive. I don't have millions of dollars. Maybe I'm just throwing this out there. Why doesn't AMC redirect their resources and come up with an AMC app? And then you have a platform that you can negotiate Well, we, we can still... They'll still do business with us. They got this app. You can download it here. Give us an exclusive deal on Denzel's movie.
0: Well, probably for them uh, specifically, because before all of this pandemic stuff happened, they was already like $5 billion in the hole. And they've already spent all their money re- you know, uh, upgrading all the theaters that they had, right? Get the new seats and the screens. So they was anticipating, yeah, we're going to redo everything so we can get this. Now this happens. I don't think they have a leverage financially or anything else in this matter to be able to to jump into the streaming worlds like that. Like it's too late. They, they, they didn't have the, they had the foresight to say, we're going to do the movie theater business. So let's dump our money, invest into that where I think they should have had somebody in there to say, man, let's AB this. What if we went the streaming route? Cause this may be where the game is going.
2: And, and they didn't. So, you know, that, but that's business. Some people are going to win and lose. Yeah, for me, I, I don't see how that would even work because they would have to have content to put on the streaming app. And I just can't imagine the content creators from Disney, from Universal, from Warner Brothers. Why would they give them content to put on the streaming app when they have their own when they're trying to build their own streaming services? But there was that, too.
1: It's. It, I, I mean, mean, it's not a fair thing. To- why does HBO still get the movies in yet? Because they, they made, yeah. I'm seeing, I, I'm seeing, I'm seeing movies that were theatrical releases on HBO. Well, right, those are movies that are
0: released all over the place, or that they leave up for bid, and you can bid and get those to be shown over here. But you'll you see that there's certain movies that are not on HBO that are on Showtime. But you know, all the Warner Brothers movies going to be on HBO. That's a fact.
1: I'm just glad that remember that idea I had, Mike, about uh, last year about uh, getting your food, ordering your food, and then going to pick it up. Oh, right. I'm sure glad I didn't invest in that bullshit.
3: Oh, right, right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, man.
1: But who would have known,
0: right? Like, I mean, someone
1: else took that idea. Someone else was doing that. I heard heard of them. (laughs) And then the other thing
2: is, is like, I, I. don't feel, too, only feel sympathy for the workers, not for the people who are making the business decisions, because they've had the music industry, mm. what is going on, what, 20 plus years now of seeing how um, uh, the direct consumer is a, will affect their business. And they've made no, Put in my opinion, they've made no transition to take advantage of that or to change their business model because oh. it's clear oh. As fucking day, it's going to a streaming platform, and they're still holding on to. Oh, we have the best experience. This is the only way. Okay, okay. How's that working out for you in twenty twenty? Yeah,
0: and they and I would agree they do have the best experience for going to the theater. I mean, you know, I mean, the whole theater is just the fact that, like you said, you're a middleman, and unless you got leverage and value you might lose there's going to be something else and the only person you know when you say well because they don't make any content right they just have a haul to show other people's content and then they get a percentage of the what's being shown and then they get the concessions right that's their business well what happens if you can't show the content <laughs> You're not going to last selling the popcorn that the, that your own <laughs> consumers think is overpriced, right? So they, they don't really have a strong sort of... Uh, I, I don't think there's too many consumers ready to die for these movie theater chains. Nope. They're just necessary evils because we want to go see <laughs> these movies. You
2: and know, so they, for they,
0: them, they have to... They, didn't, they don't have nothing <laughs> of their own. So they they're sort of you know, can only deal with the whims of, of the marketplace. And if it shifts and you don't have nothing, what power do they really have? So when they say we ain't going to show their movies, then what you going to show if your competitor, <laughs> you might be like, well, should I show it?
1: And they going to get all the right. business. <laughs> then what you going to do? You might get to do a Hollywood shuffle move. I'll yeah. Play the part. Yeah. I'll play. <laughs>
0: <laughs> some, some other then theaters then, like I'll show this shit I, fuck it then it's an opportunity for me what y'all gonna show old movies ain't nobody gonna go see that
2: and what, what further perplexed me is them announcing okay well we gonna show your movies but we only gonna charge three dollars and I'm like that's your you don't wanna lose out on <of> money exactly <laughs> I know the theaters uh, Warner
0: Brothers and Disney like okay you gonna, you gonna cut me my oh. check
1: I guess you ain't gonna get nothing <laughs> That's that's hustling backwards. I mean, I understand what they're thinking. Charge three dollars. We're okay, going to because
2: that don't sound right.
1: <laughs> well, when someone when when any retail store cuts their, their prices down to twenty percent off, thirty percent off, why do you right. think they're doing that? They get more people in the well, door. It's a lost leader. Yeah.
0: It no. only works if you can take the loss, right? To, to to play that game now if you're amazon or one of these big again like i said if you got leverage and power then you can do that I, if you're sitting five billion in a hole and you're look asking the government to, to save you i don't know how that don't make no business sense to me then how you gonna win you don't you couldn't last that way they just said they're gonna be broke by january 2021 amc theaters so, so how are you playing the petty game
2: you're not walmart and then make it even, This is why I say it's hustling backwards. Is it's like you got something that you can charge fifteen dollars for, but you only gonna play charge three to spite someone,
1: huh? Yeah, they're, they're only charging three because they know people are afraid to come in the theater and they're thinking maybe they'll no, pay three dollars no. and more people will come despite this pandemic. I'm well, not saying well, they said they're baby. doing that
0: on the they, Warner they, they Brothers movies. They said that's movies. Why they're doing it. Yeah, they said they're doing that, particularly to the Warner Warner Brother movies that come out, yeah, day and day. That's what they said. I mean, come on. Wow. Well, that's what they said. <laughs> yes. That's what we got to go They're with. not doing all
1: movies at $3. That's
2: called PR. Right, but they're like, not doing I mean, all movies at $3. It's just these movies. They're just doing Warner Brothers. They, they explicitly, they're making it clear, we are doing this to hurt Warner Brothers. But you're not going to hurt Warner Brothers. That, that's
0: what I'm saying. Like, they got money. AT, first of all, it's AT&T. And they got bank they are not a movie company. That's a data, internet service company. So they got more money than you. Stop. It. <laughs> and they own the content. So you're not gonna hurt them. They've already said they don't really don't give a fuck about you. We have our own streaming service. How would you hurt us? Then they just—they just announced they got like what? Uh, I forgot about the subscriber base. They getting? Then they charge fifteen, what, $15, 14 dollars a month for HBO Max. They ball. They they make way more money than the theaters. Why would they be? They're not tripping about that. And they just showed you they really ain't tripping on them because we show all our fucking movies, which is
1: why so many why these artists, directors, and actors are upset because, like, as you're just making the point, there's money to be made with the streaming services. So what yeah, are they?
0: That's the, that's the well. It's the money to be made for AT and for the streaming services. <laughs> I guess from I, I understand from the bonus aspect and you feeling like you're not being consulted, yeah, I can understand, that's, you're a business partner, I get it, but that's why I said, in business, it all really comes down to who got leverage and who got power. If they feel like you're less than them and you wouldn't hurt them if you stepped, they ain't gonna ask you shit. Just like when when Prince, in the Brown Mark book, Brown Mark, you know, yeah, I I low-key, or high-key produced Kiss, and then Brown Mark turn on the TV and see <laughs> the Kiss video <laughs> of Prince and Wendy. He didn't even know they made a video, let alone least as a single. He called her Prince. Man, how you gonna put my song out? Uh, Mark, I don't need to consult with you to put out my music. <coughs> you can walk. <laughs> What's that? Gonna- <laughs> you have no power here. So it's the same thing to me. Like you don't have. It's when we- I was watching this uh, documentary with uh, about Jeff Bezos and Amazon last night. Fascinating. Documentary, and they got to the part where they're talking about the book publishers and how Amazon just, you know, took the game from them and told them to their face, took the, t- took the game, and, and how the publishers were scared to say anything about it in, in public behind closed doors. They were, you know, man, they, they destroyed us. But they just basically said, because Jeff Bezos and them had, they was losing money, but they convinced Wall Street and the investors. This is a long play. We'll make our money later. We'll do it all for free. We can do it at a loss. And we don't have to consult with none of these, these industries because we got all the power. We ain't got to ask them shit. They can either agree to get down or we'll roll over them. But you're not going to stop us. And this and me. This is the same, type of, it's the same type of thing. The game is going this way. You can either get on board or you can get rolled over, but you ain't stopping nothing. I mean just like if the record companies well we're not gonna sell Warner Brothers music no more cause they going it's on iTunes. Okay. <laughs> Y'all gonna be closing <laughs> it. Y'all don't how what albums did you guys put out again? We don't need you. We'll get this shit away for free anyway. You know what I, mean?
1: I just gotta think that AMC there there was another game that we don't that they would they would play that gambit. They have no they have no leverage. Say man. that again. I'm saying I just have to think that AMC knows something that we don't, that they think that that's true.
3: I
0: hope they do. I hope they do. <laughs> they, they've come out and said, like I said, they will be out of money <laughs> January 21st yeah. or January 2021. Uh, what's the other competitor of theirs? Is it Cinemark what's or Cinemark? They, yeah. they They put out there, hey, we'll buy uh, some of your theater chains from you. Or some of the theater houses, <laughs> obvious, and y'all ain't gonna be able to operate. We can take those. Uh the game is 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 going over, you know. Everybody's bottom we bottom feeding. Theaters will be around. I just don't think it's just it things change. They're just not gonna be as big
2: as it their, was. That's all. Their best bet, in my opinion, <laughs> right now, is to try to see if one of the studios will buy them or Netflix or Amazon, because you establishing this fight with these big studios, and you're kind of showing that you can be a lost leader because they're pushing their uh, content to streaming.
0: Yeah, like I could say I, like I said before I, I could see an Amazon pulling a move like that, and it would be very, and, and again, they just tie it into their Prime. You'd be like, look, you got a Prime account, get discount theater, or you can watch our movies that we produce for free in there. We could debut some of our TV series on there. I mean, it could be tied all into Amazon like they do everything else. And, and they ain't got to make no big money off of it. That, that, that's, that would be a low chump change for them on, on the operator that they operate on. So yeah. I can see them doing that and be like, yeah, Amazon Prime Theaters?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: I can see that they're going to turn like half the theater into a warehouse or into one of those Amazon Fresh stores. Just yeah. make it all work for them. Man,
0: no, there's nobody working at the stands. There's nobody to take no, you know you your ticket, you just scan your phone.
1: Food's phone? counter up in there. Say it again? They put a, Instead of getting get rid of all the popcorn and the junk food, put a Whole Foods counter up there.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, they would do it like, I don't know if they have these stores in you guys' area, but the Amazon Gold Store, you know, there's nobody that works in that store. You just walk in there and grab what you want and walk out.
2: Yeah, they, 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 they was, call it Amazon Fresh. Oh, no, I think you're right. It is Amazon it's Go. Amazon Yeah, they're building uh, two near me. Okay, yeah. And they've got a ton of them around here
0: and grab whatever you want off. You just scan your phone as you walk in, pick up what you
1: want, walk out. How do they prevent theft? Well, there's
0: cameras and stuff and they, so you're being recorded, but and so if you walk out, then they know who you are because you couldn't get in the store without scanning in, so... If you're willing to go to jail over some chips and shit, then I mean, that's you. <laughs> yeah,
2: I saw a, a demo of it and the, there's a cart. And so the moment you, you, you have to take it off the shelf and put it in the cart And the moment it goes into your cart, it's right there. So I'm looking at like, okay, how do you steal? I mean, maybe you put it under, I guess you pull in, put in something under your, uh, under your no, jacket. Actually, I don't think you have me. to
0: have a cart. I, 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 I. I don't think you have to have the cart thing because you can just grab, you can grab like a thing of chips. It knows that you grabbed that chip and it knows you walked out that door. So so they're going to run you. So the thing is you already have to be a prime member and they already got your credit card the moment you walk in there. So you think you're stealing, but watch when they go look at your bank account and they True. took your money, so. Ah. that's right.
1: yeah. <laughs> Like you said, no free wrap snacks. <laughs> yeah.
0: So Bill uh, like, Jeff Bezos was like, you. Yo, "You can run out of here thinking you did something. You want? I, I got your card number, nigga. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Get my money. Like I know security guard's gonna be pissed. Like, goddamn, Amazon took another job. Damn, yeah. Hey,
0: I always joke. I, I said you. when they open that store in the hood, then you know that it's it's, it's old. <laughs> because they don't trust. Wow. So You
2: niggas, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what we think about
1: us. <laughs>
0: when, and y'all hanging out in front of the the store. Oh man, what you need,
3: y'all, you ran in and get me some smokes.
0: But uh
3: grandma, you can walk in there and go grab this boy go in there.
0: <laughs> you know, when they have Rollo and them all hanging out and they and it ain't and they and they cool with that, then you know it's like we on a new day. It's like, okay. You can't even walk in that bitch unless you have the phone anyway, so. Ooh, okay, that's what you get. So, you wouldn't be able to get the steal because you'd be stopped right there at the door. You wouldn't even be able to get in. So it's it's a hell of a system. But I mean, I'm just saying, in terms of movies, I can see the concession to be this: like, just grab whatever you want, go to town with it. It's, the more the better. Because <laughs> people will probably feel more you know relaxed what? to grab more shit because they ain't got to deal with nobody and realize they're racking up payment you know, racking up all this money.
2: No, if they if they if they have a different tier, where it's all you can eat. You paying the oh, extra for the prime, man. Yeah. And I Amazon don't care, yeah, because they already got their money. And then they
0: can convince other retailers: this is the model, and we get the oh, piece not. off of all of that. You can already see. I don't. I mean, I go to Walmart. Most of the they've taken a lot of the the uh, counter people away, right? Most yeah. of it's all you serve. <laughs> Check your own self out for groceries. So if it's getting to that level, people are getting more comfortable with not having nobody standing
2: there and just going ahead and <laughs>
0: beep, 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 beep.
2: Yeah, they, they'll convince other places. You no, know, I'll do it for like do five, 10 items. But if I got like a whole cart full of stuff, nope, I'm stand right there let you do the work. Bag it too.
1: Do they do that at uh, Home Depot out there? At the Home Depots out here, there's no cash registers anymore. Really? Wow. I haven't been. I mean, it's customer service. You can go to customer service and sign up with a human being right. rather than that. It's all uh, removal, portable scanners.
0: Wow. That's the one place I wouldn't think they would do that, but that's
1: interesting. But see, no, It does make sense because like Ant just said, how, how many, You know, a place like that, you're not walking up with a car with a hundred items. You got maybe three or four construction items. Well, you know? true. I just feel like the dollar, so dollar amount would be higher or something. But I get,
0: yeah. I mean, like that's that's the thing. We're like, oh man, there's big ass TV oh, or or iPod or something. You know, I'll let you check yourself out with that. That'll be interesting. Say that again, Q. Hey,
1: my God. I got I got a bail.
0: Oh, okay, <laughs> man. I appreciate you coming through on the, on, the, on the last minute here, man. All right, we'll check you later. 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 See you in point scoring. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: We up in New York? Okay. <laughs>
2: yeah. I'm looking Lord. forward to the uh the IG live.
0: Lord. I'm not. I have bad feeling about all that. I'm, so chilling.
1: I'm
0: on my I'm on my star. Wars. Bad feeling about this. All right later. And the disturbance in the for, all right, man. But uh <laughs> anyway. Let's let's change gears, man. Let's let's talk about this clubhouse. Ah. Uh, I'm hearing a lot of stuff about this. For me, I first heard about it with the Kevin Hart stuff a few weeks ago.
2: Um, Yeah, so what is Clubhouse? What what is this? It's kind of hard for me to explain. I'm going to do my best. It's it's essentially, a, a on a layman's term, it's a party line via app. So what you do is you, one... One of the things right here is there's an exclusivity to it in the sense that you just can't sign up and just be on it like you would Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You mm-hmm. got to be put on a wait list, and then somebody who's mm-hmm. already on yes, someone who's already on Clubhouse has to nominate you, and then you get vetted and let on. Right. So I'm sure. Let me
0: ask this, and I'm trying to ask this with the most respect. Not nothing refer to you, but oh, okay. our, our our people. I would imagine we us are all on there. Or, yes, we, or is this a lot of other dominant society people? Well, have? the
2: thing the thing is is that based on who you follow is mm-hmm. that's that's the rooms that will be recommended for you. Oh, okay. So I follow primarily black people and a few non-black it. people, so the most of the rooms that are being fed to me are from based on who they follow because i'll go through and i'm like damn you can't do a search for anything the only thing you can search search for is people that you might know and you have to know their names you -hmm. can't do a search for rooms you just you have to go through like page after page to find a room that you might want to join but there's no searching and it's all based on who you follow so i kind of like that so i'm not you know being um uh, advertised to or or pushed to, but I mean the, the the cool aspect to it is like I got on on Thursday mm. and there was uh, Wiz's uh, Smoke Suite Room, Wiz Khalifa. So he started this room. So all, all of these um, celebrities are on there starting these rooms that people can join. And it's really you can curate up to I think up to 10 people can be able to talk at a time and then they can just take you off and move you on. You can raise your hand because you want to talk and they'll bring you on and and uh, back, put somebody out in the, the wait line. And all of a sudden, you see Snoop Dogg come on. You see Dougie Fresh. I saw, uh, what's the guy? Um, radio host. I can't think of. Uh, it's this cat out here named Fuzzy uh, was on there. Uh, Usher joined. It was all these celebrities just started going. It was just chopping it up, just having a good time, playing music, talking shit. And then, of course, it got real uh, rack. Right? Uh, ratchet reading. <laughs> Where they started, they had a contest on who would ha- who has the best pictures. So of course, all the girls started changing their pictures to the most revealing stuff, and they was calling it out. Now, that's the fun part, and it's it's hilarious as hell. The, then there's a lot of edu- This is why I came to you because I'm saying, yo, you need to get up on it. We should be doing some Prince, uh, uh, podcast juice rooms out there, just chopping it up about our Prince fandom. Because there's been a there's a lot of rooms that I've been in since the past two days that had a lot of game and education. There's this uh, one I just started following called Modern Black Girl. She's teaching people how to uh, do options trading. And she, the last three days I've been on her, in her rooms, just listening, you know, because I've learned mm-hmm. a little bit, but she's really walking you through how to do that. I was in another one this morning called Financial Literacy. Some heavy hitters up in there talking about how they're getting their LLC games going, how they're getting their business credit, how they're able to game the system legally, of course. You know, you know the stuff that the Trumps and the Bezos are doing. They're like, yo, this is how they're doing it. And I'm just, just sitting back like, God damn, this is some really good game that I was not able to find or, or get access to. And then people are able to ask questions, able to have conversations to really learn more about it. And then last night <laughs> I was in a room uh, called uh, Why Are American Salty that Daniel uh, got Fred Hampton's role. That was the name of the room. And it got it. Heavy in there. There was a few, uh, it was primarily foundational Black Americans, Black Americans here, and a lot of um, Caribbean and Africans and British Blacks, and they were just going back and forth. At it. There was one, I, I'm going to say, I, I love to use this word, but this is what he was. It was one Nigerian coon who just stood up and was saying that, yes, yes, he was. <laughs> I don't understand why, I, you know, you say you're. Uh, Uh, African descendants of slavery. Why are you tying your history to slavery? Don't you understand that there's more to you than just slavery and blah, blah? and they just shut him down. I was in that room for about four hours, just listening to the conversation. I got a couple of, it it was, it was information. It was true. Yes. It was entertaining, entertainment, but it was informative as well hearing the difference perspective. Cause you don't really get that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's really hard to disseminate how people feel and the information they're giving to you in an Instagram post or in a tweet, which is 280 right, characters. Right. You have people who are giving you their life experiences and just going back and forth. It got a little heated, but then it came back to being respectful. And me, I'm a comfort. I'm on this thing all day, every day. Do do people have to use their real names on this? That's what I'm kind of curious. No, you don't have to. You oh, don't. You can change your thing, your, your name up, uh, all you want. I mean, because like I said, Snoop Dogg's on there. He ain't putting Cortezar. <laughs> well, I mean, that's his public name, but I mean, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. for you as a user, like you have to say nah, your name. Okay. You don't have to. You can, you can change your uh, your profile name however you want. Put any picture you okay. want. It's very. It's, it's not about you know. It's a, It's about uh doing your profile, joining these clubs, join, following these um, mm. these rooms, and just they have a ton of different uh, rooms with these really great conversations going on. Okay. Yeah. As you were talking about
0: it, I'm listening, and then I kind of was looking up some things as well. And I see, I, for instance, some of these podcaster guys that I know of, I see that they're on there. And, you know, there's a discussion about podcasting and the tech stuff. Right. So I can see... Yeah, I guess it's all about the different rooms and the topics. Um, it sounds very interesting. It sounds like it's a very pretty hot. You know, I hear a lot of people talking about it. You know, most of the stuff I hear is the, you know, entertainment type people, but right. Right. Um, I, I can definitely see. It's, it, it, it's very interesting. I'd be curious to see if this is has something to stay around. You know what I mean? Uh,
2: here's another room. I forgot it was called. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but they had a couple of, uh, Little Mama was in there. And uh, uh, there was a couple of the rappers in there, and they would just have different male and females come up to the stage, and they'd have these uh, wild ass questions. Uh, one of them being, "How much have you ever spent on pee? How much have you ever gotten for your pee? Uh, well, have you how many times you've been flown out? How many times have you flown someone out?" And there was like no capping in here. We want the truth, and they allegedly are spilling the guts. One dude said he he uh tricked off 14,000 on a one minute and everyone started laughing and clowning them like nigga what? But you know, there's that type of entertainment uh stuff in there and then there's a lot of informative stuff that um I, I'm just yeah yeah what, is, is these people not really are these people that are this f- giving this information out here.
0: Uh I'm trying to understand uh is this a free app or is it advertisement? I'm just curious how do they how do you think the money is like, well, what I is think, this, how does, what does this thing do? For
2: you? I think right now, like with most um, apps and most um, social networks, they're trying to get a established user base so they can go to mm-hmm. a potential advertiser and say, we got 2 million, we got 5 million users. We got um, these artists using our apps. So then they can start selling uh, ads within the, uh, the platform. That's going to come mm-hmm. there. And I can see, especially because, um, the uh, the vaccine that's gonna take a while to get rolled out. And even mm-hmm. then people are still gonna be hesitant to go out, you know, go to these conventions, go to these expos. This could be their way of doing these virtual uh conferences. Um it's doing something because uh Twitter is rolling out something called uh Twitter spaces. I which- was about to ask you it's like I was like what stops at the Jeff Bezos or the yeah, you know, Facebook Mark is
0: Zuckerberg to. or something it's like that. Take. Okay.
2: Go
3: yeah.
0: ahead. Incorporate Not a
2: that. Thing. The best they can do is hope that uh, Zuckerberg said, let me just buy this. Um, because, mm. yeah, there, if they already have the technology, I'm sure they have far better engineers that can come up with something greater. Um, they, Twitter, they already I've heard they're in beta with something called Twitter spaces. Mm. And uh, there, was, there was actually a room they were talking about it. And I went in to hear what they were saying. They were saying the user face interface was much better. They had a better control over the room. So it's not as uh, uh, convoluted and people talking over each other that they were talking that, about how uh, no, people have to choke mute other
0: people. Is that what stops people from all talking at the same time? Is there somebody that's in control of the room?
2: That allegedly they have. I haven't started a room, so I don't know what type of controls that they have. But that was a problem that some were saying that, you know, let them be quiet. And to the best of my knowledge, the only thing I can think of is that you they limit the amount of people who can't talk. But mm-hmm. I don't know if they can kick them out, kick them off. This, it's, it's called the stage. So on the stage, they may have 15 people and all of, and they're the only ones who can talk. And they can just mute and unmute themselves. And then I guess the person who started the room can, you know, take them off and bring someone else up on the stage. Interesting.
0: <clears throat> I, I heard, I think I was listening to Star uh, from Star. Oh, he before. was on there. Yeah, I saw him. Yeah, one he, of little- he, he did a whole... I don't know if he did a whole show, but he was talking about it in his thing. But he was was he? I think he was saying that all the conversations are recorded, maybe by the company clubhouse.
2: Not necessarily the users, but Yeah, that's interesting. I because I I don't get any notifications for that.
0: Yeah. Well, I wonder if it's something that's in the when you agree to use it, you're agreeing that, yeah, record everything. But
2: whether or not that makes a difference or not. But yeah. but I could just see this being a headache for some of these celebs because they are It's it's amazing that these celebs are very successful in their chosen field, but it's amazing. But I I keep learning is no matter how successful you are, if you ain't got the knowledge or the 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 awareness or the smarts, that they're still in here singing and doing some dumb shit. (laughs) Well, I'm just like, Hmm. that's what's going to get it shut down because it's because much like what happened with Kevin Hart, where people. People believe is, his words was taken out of context. Just that Wiz Khalifa room and I'm hearing them talking to these women like that. I'm looking like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? I do realize somebody could be recording this and then you on blast uh, trying to uh, talk these chicks into putting up explicit pictures. Like, what the hell? Interesting. They're going to get too hmm. comfortable and say the wrong thing to the wrong person in the wrong room. Yeah. I, you know, when I see stuff like this, and
0: it's catching on like this. I, I always say, man, go go do your research on who created this and why they created it. I just because it's yeah. always interesting. Um, and, and to me, again, I haven't used it personally, but just kind of looking how I've been kind of hearing about it, it I can see a lot of the um, what I want to say attraction to it is because it isn't publicly available, and you know, it kind of has that exclusivity. Exclusivity type of thing to it, which can be very alluring, and then you throw in the uh, celebrity sort of angle. I can see why it is very popular, um, but I'd be very curious. I, I would imagine it wasn't made necessarily for, for that, but I can see how the whoever made it probably said, "Do this is the perfect angle to, to do this," you know. Right. And I'm curious what their end goal or what their you know, what is this really for. I'm not saying it's something negative or anything, but um, it's a, it's a brilliant idea. It's so simple. It's brilliant, right? Like, and the way that they're rolling it out is very, uh, very brilliant, brilliant actually. And I don't think they're just yeah. doing it. It wasn't no mistake and it's just catching on. They're doing it like this for a reason and it's working. So I think yeah. it's really cool.
2: It, I think you will enjoy. And for the most part, you don't have to participate and you just listen mm-hmm. and just enjoy the entertainment and some of the foolery. Yeah,
0: yeah, no doubt, no doubt. All right, well, clubhouse. Curious to see where we're at with that in a year from now. What is it, it will all be on into- Twitter, maybe
3: <laughs> or Facebook? <laughs> right. All right. All right.
0: Um, let's see what else. Um, well, real quick. Um, oh, I know. I wanted to bring up Cyberpunk with you. But go
2: ahead. Oh, okay. oh well, let's let's talk that first.
0: Well, so yeah, big big news in the in the gaming world is the release of the game Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Um, it is a role playing game. It is in the gaming world, and you can tell me because you are more into it than I am. This is probably the biggest release of the year. Maybe it's definitely one of the most anticipated games in a long yeah, time. What's anticipated? I don't know if the biggest release. Though. Okay. Well, they they did eight million units pre sold. Um, Very, you know, across the board, PC, consoles, you name it, and the game it was been delayed multiple times, and it's been in the making for what eight years Mm -hmm. Uh, since person now. So, got Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is on in the game, so very big deal, and you know, highly anticipated. The game finally comes out, and initially, upon release or right before release, the reviews start to come out. But they did something that was very interesting. They would only allow the reviewers to review the PC version of the game and not the Xbox and/or PlayStation versions. <sighs> and they wouldn't show. And they did Best show. Way. They showed footage from the consoles early on, but they didn't actually let people play it. And so those first reviews came out. And the reviewers, of course, you know, anytime people get to review something before it comes out, you always kind of. Most people are are so geeked out. And, and I had to say dick riding, that they're going to be, yeah, this is great. I got my, it, it, it was always funny when you watch the reviewers and they tell you, yeah, I got my review code before, like that matters to the person listening to you as a consumer. I don't give a fuck when you, when you got the code. or. Well, I ha- I've been playing beta since four days. Nigga, how's the game? We don't, <laughs> we don't care about the clout. I'm not here to, for your exactly. clout chase, it's I'm it's here helpless. to how's the game, motherfucker. So, and and that's a pet peeve of mine. We need to get those type of people out of reviewing. Those aren't reviewers. Those are cloud chasers. But with that said, the reviewers are starting, yeah, yeah, this is great. I'm having a great experience. Woop-dee-woo. And so everybody's like, cool, I can't wait for it to come out. Well, release day, it does drop on those consoles. And to say the game was buggy and had issues is an understatement. I can personally say, and I was playing on the PS4 Pro, uh, that there would be things that were sometimes they were missing from the screen uh, or they wouldn't fully render in. Wow. Like I was one part in the game. It was a, it was like a cutscene part and I'm talking with this guy. I was in the diner and he just stops talking to me. And he just looks at the TV and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I, Cause I'm not supposed, it doesn't give me an option to say something to him. And he just pauses like that. And I'm like, what? And then he says something and I realize he's talking to another character that I can't see. And he haven't rendered that character in, what and nor can I hear. Wow. And I was like, oh, come on, man. I was like, ah, this, I love this game. This is bullshit. And then the game crashes on me and it crashes a couple of times. And I am like, okay. <laughs> this is I don't pay $60 for this. And uh, and that's so I was on the PS4. And then I'm hearing people having issues. And uh shout out to uh Sean Christopher. Uh, he's in our Discord you know, he really pushes the Stadia. So I was like, let me try the Stadia thing. So I tried the Stadia version of Cyberpunk 24. And Stadia is a cloud-based gaming system by Google. And I started playing on that. And it's a great experience. I'm like, wow, this, okay, now I can finally play the game. And because it's essentially, it's a PC version of the game, it looks a little better than on my PS4 Pro. So I'm like, this is great, but I can only do this on my computer. So no problem. So, at this point, all the other gamers are really having problems. There's some video out there of people playing this game, and it looks trash on, like, the PS4 and the regular Xbox. I mean, it looks really bad. And there's stuff flying all over the screen, and it's just, like, broken. And so, what ends up happening is the game is... Pretty unplayable for a lot of people on consoles. People on the PC are having a great time. It crashes sometimes on the PC or there's there are bugs, but nothing like on the consoles. So now you know why they didn't want people to see the console version on those reviews. And then all hell sort of breaks loose because people are complaining. It gets to the point where CDR Red, the company who puts this game out, they come out with a statement and say, hey, we apologize. And they actually say, you can try, You should ask for a refund if you're unhappy with the game. You go to your, If you buy it digitally, go to the place where you buy it to get a refund. Well, people start to do that, but Sony has a policy in place where they don't give refunds if you download the game. Damn. Wait, what? Oh, so, yeah, so off the rip, That's you're not going to get a refund. And I, and I think early on, a few people were able to get a refund, and they kind of were posting that online. But then after CDR Red said to go asking for refunds, Sony was just flat out denying everybody. You're not getting a refund. And their policy was saying something to the fact that you'd only get a refund if the game was faulty or, you know, a defaulted game or something. What? So people weren't getting refunds. More complaints back to CDR Project Red. And uh, and then I was kind of knew this was going to happen I, to myself. I was like, just give it a few days. It, it just looks so bad online and it, you know, people are so pissed. So Sony comes out and says, you know what? We care about our customers. We're going to give refunds to, you. if you bought the game on our store, we're going to give you a full refund. And also we're taking this game out of our store for, until further notice, because obviously there's issues with this game and, yeah. and it was a bad look. To Sony because the question then you start to question Well, why would you even allow them to sell that through your store like this is your console don't you have some sort of checks and balances to make sure these games operate properly on your system um, and then you hear that Microsoft also says you know what we're going to give refunds as well uh, again unheard of that these companies do something like they make these announcements And I, and I think I saw that Best Buy is going to do something that I've never heard before. They're going to allow people to bring the physical copies back and
2: give you a full refund.
0: Even if you've played and opened it, you
2: can get your money back. <laughs> uh, wow. This so, this company's going bankrupt,
0: correct? Well, I, I don't know if they're bankrupt, but their stocks definitely drop. I did hear that they've lost almost a billion dollars over this <laughs> so far. Um, th- it looks like there's and what it looks like is there's the executives, you know, and then there's the, the actual developer people. And it looks like the executive people were pushing push this out there because they wanted to get it out and get the money. And even though the devs were like, man, it's not necessarily all the way ready yet. Uh, there's a lot of so questions there. Speak. Should they have just put it out on the PC only where it works and delay the other ones? And then the
3: holiday money.
0: money. <laughs> and then, of course, the deceptiveness of of it all as well, like you knew uh, it was a problem, but you tried to hide that. So to me, it just blows open the whole game industry, review industry, the practices of these companies. I hope that this is can can lead to some changes. And what I would love to see is more transparency on this is what the game actually looks like. We've already seen some of that where it's just there's the cut footage, you know, the the Cut footage stuff. And then here's the actual gameplay. And I also want to see what these reviews, all of this embargo type stuff and you can't use this. We need to, that needs to be done because you're asking consumers to pay their hard earned money in a goddamn pandemic. And then you're not giving them what they paid for. If it was the other way around and we just said, let me play the game first. I'll pay you later when I get the money. (laughs) Like I'll give you $15 now and I'll do a, uh, uh, I'll do what you call it. I'll do an update of some more money. I'll release another patch of $10 to you in in two months, (laughs) but just take what you got. They would never allow that. So why should we allow them to give us something that isn't done? We give them the full money, but then they tell us we'll, continue to work on this and patch it as we go. But we taking all your money up front. See when they have the leverage, then they can pull that, but we got to take the leverage back because that's not right. And when they know it's not something that what they promise, but they, they try to hide that from you and take your money. That's dishonest. Mm-hmm. And it, it has to
2: stop. To me, it's really strange What what falls under refund refundable purchases. I mean, I've bought in the washer and dryer and I didn't like it and was able to take it back and get something different. You can buy refrigerators. You can, you, know, you can return a car within a week, but you're telling me that if I buy the game, play it and don't like it, I can't refund it? I can't get a refund on it? So especially in this case where it's clear, the game is glitchy, it's not up to par that should be refundable. How, um, you, you have to fight that hard to get your money back. And I understand that there's certain p- things in place with how the, um, what the retailer is getting it from the, uh, the, the game maker and whatnot, but it needs to change, especially when you need to be more discerning with where your money is being spent and how. Yeah. Yeah. And I
0: think at this point, uh, cd project red the, the people who put the game out I think they have now come out and said we'll offer the refunds if the if you can't return it to where you got it until december 30 twenty first we'll reimburse you the money and then we'll take we'll we'll take the loss and figure it out uh, which is the honorable thing to do at this point i per and, and you know the thing is in the gamers' world, that company probably was the most you know, respected and heroed it. Oh, they can't do, you know, they put the best games out. You know, they had The Witcher 3. It was just so, they had so much goodwill. You know, is what I'm trying to say. And just that quickly, it it eroded. Now, and the thing is, we we, we always talk about caping and stuff. If you want to see some real caping, you go and look online for these people who still, even the debacle of this, well, you shouldn't have bought it on the... PS4? What, you, what did you expect? It wasn't going to be like the PC. Then why they sell it? True. Why they sell it if it's, if it's not, if, if it's going to be inferior and it's not going to work properly, then why are we paying full price then? Why, why would you be mad at the consumer to buy something that people are selling? It doesn't make sense. Like Then why did they sell that on their system if it's not going to work, if it's a, if it's my problem. <laughs> I'm not saying it's supposed to be a PC. I don't have a PC. I have a PS4, but there's a level of expectation with the PS4 or Xbox that if the shit is broken, I shouldn't be paying for broken shit. You can't tell me... It, it doesn't make any sense. Like, look at some of these for me, at PlayStation games. Ghost of Hashima and Last of Us 2 and all. These games look fantastic. They not on PCs. Right.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So the games can, can look how they need to look at least play properly and not crashing but this is a game they've been working on for eight years and if you go back and look at the original ads and all this where were they saying this was going to come out on? The
3: PS4 awesome. and Xbox. <laughs> so
0: I'm, only, I'm only doing what they told me. But that's what I'm saying. The transparency needs to come. These reviewers and I was, all these reviewers who was on nut dick riding, they need to be called out too. They're not, they're not being honest. They, they're, and they're also being compromised, in my opinion.
3: And I say the same thing with the movie industry. Why can't people say what they thought about the movie before it came out? Because it will hurt
0: you making money? Well, we're not getting paid off of that. So, what the fuck do I care about if it hurts you? <laughs> you see what I'm saying that's your business they don't do a review then don't let people see it if you that scared if the shareholders is that ish, worried about man, we're not going to make as much money as there's, if there's anybody that says they don't like it well then don't put it out to, to nobody to review because I think a reviewer holding back their opinion because it may hurt somebody else's bottom line that's some bullshit who do you work for <laughs> I'm going
3: to tell you what I thought, but I'm only going to tell you
0: after people have spent their money on it. Huh? So you're a reviewer for the companies, not for the consumer. Then you should just say that up front. So then we can decide, now you want to listen to him because he's, his agenda is to please the people who make these movies so he can clout chase to watch them early. I want to listen to the guy who's just a fan of the movies and wants to tell us what he thought about it. He ain't, you know, his agenda isn't to please some company so that he can keep getting free passes. That ain't a reviewer. then. That's a clout chaser. Why would you take their opinion? Didn't you know that their opinion could sway because they want to, they ain't going to say nothing crazy to to piss off Marvel or what, you know what I mean? Like we have to stop that, man. That's this is what happens when you don't do that cyberpunk 24 type stuff. I mean, you got people that are just doing this because they want get, to get in the good graces. They, not re- they don't really care about telling you if you should save your money. I want the guy who's once being in good graces of the customer because I'm a customer. Now, if I was a movie producer, and then yeah, I probably wouldn't want him to say nothing until it come out. Let me get my bread first. If I'm you know, Yeah, right. But I'm not that. And again, I suppose you have to ask, who are they trying to please? And it's time now we start calling out those who are doing that. And that's and that's fine if that's what you want to do. But don't be
3: mad when we don't care about what you think. Because <laughs> I can't trust it. I don't know what you're doing. Well, I do know what you're doing. But yeah, man, that's, that's got to stop. All of this.
0: That's why I don't understand these. Reviews. I'm, I'm all over the place with these movie reviews. And they go on Twitter, oh yeah, the embargo, but I can give you my first impressions. But why? Nigga, you who do you work for? <laughs> well, they tell you what to think and how you're supposed to speak? Tell me what the shit is. Was it good or is it trash? Don't be scared.
3: What are you scared for? They did they pay you money or something? Oh, well, I won't be able to get the free pass. fuck out of here. We don't get free passes, so
0: why, why would I care? I gotta go buy this movie. I wanna know if it's good or not. So that's hopefully if we start to elevate. I oh, hope I never get in a position where I don't want to say what I thought about the movie because it's gonna, oh man, they ain't gonna give me the free, free download code if I if I keep it a buck. <laughs> <laughs> if I shit on it. <laughs> Even though I know it's shit, but but yeah, that's corny, man. And if I ever get to that, I'm gonna tell you up front. And I'm gonna be like, listen, I gotta eat. <laughs> so ju- so you know where I'm coming from? I'm not about to say nothing crazy. <laughs> so you can know up front, I didn't get compromised. <laughs> he he's here for his bag, and so you can't be mad. So oh Cassie, coming? I see you, I see where you're coming from. Cool. <laughs> What'd you think about it now? <laughs>
2: <laughs> disclaimer. I have yeah. bought hey, yeah
0: just, just a disclaimer now. <laughs> I ain't about to say nothing too crazy. Uh, the game is changing. Game is changing. Yeah, man. Now what boy, if this had been EA see It <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't have been no dick right in there
2: Oh, okay. That, that's where you were going. Okay, oh, yeah, I was like, because they, they would have, man, they would have. Oh hell, hell yeah! Man. You know, I was, I was just on Wikipedia doing some, looking at some info about CG, CD, Project Red. Apparently, EA was looking at buying them in 2015. I know mm. they board is like, whoo, yeah. dodged. we didn't need any more smoke.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was, and I'm not throwing shade, but I was like, I remember when Anthem came out and there was oh. a lot of talk on that but they didn't pull Anthem off the store right they wasn't sony didn't say oh we ain't selling that shit <laughs> or or you know they start offering refunds and stuff so i'm like this is probably one of the worst launches ever man like yeah, ah, oh, man. yeah.
2: i remember uh, last year i think one of the most glitchy games was uh WWE uh 2K yeah 2K20 Uh, People were heated about that. They were showing all these videos of how glitched up it was because they changed the uh, developers and the engine was messed up. Mm. Uh, When you think about a CG project, because I do have some knowledge, I haven't worked with two video gaming companies. And you're you're right about more than likely it was the developers knew it wasn't ready. But the question is, is that, um, damn, I don't want to be snitching on myself. Uh, (laughs) Fuck. Okay, how do I phrase this? <laughs> it could be a case of where, like you said, they've been working on this game for eight years. So it's like you need to, it's like you've been pushing it, you've been delaying it. So we just want to get this out ready or not. Or it could be the case where executives, they knew um, the executive, they tried to tell them that, you know, it's not ready. And okay, we just got to get this money, just get, get green. Uh, and uh, ethics went out the back door for the dollar. But I know I I'm gonna say pretty sure there's gonna probably be some changes with their development team. <laughs> oh yeah, this, this they head lose gonna
0: roll on this for sure. Yeah, man. This is un- which is unfortunate because, like I said, now I will say this: I love the game. You know, I'm playing on the Stadia. Um, I I got it was so funny. I applied for my refund with Sony when that went through the same day. I got an email from Google saying that my chromecast stadia controller would be here next week i was like perfect so i can play this on the tv and for me this is a big change because i'm like you know what i love my playstation and they got great games but now this other thing here with stadia being able to play this way i'm i'm i'm, I'm into this right now too you know um so it works perfect so i say that cyberpunk I is a great I game
2: this to end of that.
0: Oh, hey, I, hey, I, I take the L. whatever. it's dope, you know the the the, the um, the technology is there, right? I, I, there are a lot of things I could see that Stadia could do better. I wish they had more games. Actually, that I that I like, but this one game, uh, I'm playing this, and I, you know, I, I think I got a three month free thing, and then they gave me this hundred dollar uh bundle thing for free when I bought the game. So I mean a lot of it are giving it to me for free to try. Yeah, I'm all on it. And if I like it enough, I'll keep it. If not, then it's good. But
2: it opens yeah, the door. I'll let you after the show so I can get that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just go on their website. Shit. Um but uh yeah man so I think it's it's great. I, I was saying I was saying this to my buddy at work. I was like man if C D project rare really wanted to try and save this if they just came out and been, and they were bold and they said, you know what? Because we really care about the gamers. We are company by for gamers by gamers, blah, blah, blah. From this point forward until we get it all together, I would
3: say for the next three months, cyberpunk 2077 is free. That, that would be, that would, I mean, obviously that would be a bold move, but that would be the only thing where say, you know what they oh yeah
0: they took an L hard L they was doing some sneaky shit but man they said it's free okay let me go ahead and get you know what
3: I forgive them I, that's not, I was like man if they could if they somehow could pull a move like that that, that would be the only thing I think that
0: could save it a little bit. Maybe a year from now, once they got the game perfect, some of this could be forgotten or forgiven, but we'll see. I think this is such a heavy thing. I think the whole pre-order thing is puts doubt on, don't ever pre-order a game no more, because <laughs> you just can't trust it, man. They're taking your full-on
3: money and they're giving you some bullshit. Like, I, I just can't. I don't know. Man.
2: Yeah, but I thought with pre-orders, you could uh, cancel and I know with GameStop, you can do a partial um, hold. like Because I remember one time, I only had to put $5 down, and it would be a pre-order, and i just have to come in and pay the balance.
0: Well, yeah, they, they do have that. But I think they bank on that pre-order, they, so they know, like, oh, we're going to make this kind of money. Because right, we've already right. got these people committed. And most of these are not, people are not going to cancel. Uh, but if you don't do that, then they know it. They better come with their shit. But they ain't getting a goddamn dime. So they already knew they had 8 million pre-orders. So that's why I said, just put the shit out there. We're going to get this bag. Ain't no question we're going to get this bag <laughs> if we just put it out. And then we can give them the same all, yeah, there'll be patches, but we did not already got the bag. And it's Christmas time. Well, That's what I'm saying. If that pre-order thing was gone, they're ain't gonna. they not going to have that bag in front of them that just makes them throw the ethics out the window, right? they like, man, we got to come with a product, man. Same way we're Fucking when these uh, Sony or Xbox, when they put out some shit, they may not be the best game, but they're not putting no broken shit out. Like, they got too much riding on it, man. It's like, this shit has to be tight. It's got to be on point. We're asking people to spend their money. Our reputation is, that's the thing CD Projekt can, can probably never get. No matter what the bag they got, reputation is, is, is trash.
3: Mm-hmm. Will they ever yeah.
0: get this bag again? They're going to have to wait 20 years. <laughs> for the next one. You know what I mean? It's going to be a tough sell now because people are going to remember this was the game they pulled out of the store. These are the games that they refunded everybody. You going to run around and pre-order their shit now? Mm-mm. Their next game damn near going to have to be free because <laughs> they just got pulled off of the biggest store of the hottest
3: console in the world. PS4. On a holiday. Or, I mean, PlayStation on holiday. That's a major L. Like, you don't get no... And then it would have been different. It's, oh, yeah, you got pulled out of the Stadia store or
0: Steam or something. Okay. <laughs> ain't, nobody, <laughs> ain't nobody standing outside of these stores trying to right, buy no yeah. PC. they is on their PS5. They're fighting in the streets. Scalping. This is the hottest ticket. And it ain't even for selling that they shit. They, they was, and they got yanked. They, they don't get no bigger L than that. That's what I'm saying. So you're right. They going to be some change. Them motherfuckers fired, banned from the industry. Like, who's going to hire? Oh, the soap. <laughs> oh, you're in an to interview. Oh, hey, John, are you the guy who was part of the team for the rollout on... Cyberpunk. <laughs> it was nice knowing you.
2: Uh, Next? <laughs> nah. Well, here's some insider news. The video gaming industry is a very small place, and you can spend some stuff. But now that being said, since it is small, people can go find the truth if they go if they really want it.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, listen. You you was high shot, top of the board. CDR Project Red, and then you want to go over here to EA on these top of the, I'm going to be top of the board. Oh, you you were on the rollout, you called the shots on, and they pulled them from the store Uh, I don't know what the shareholders are on. <laughs> Uh, You might have to take a low-level position, but you ain't going to be, uh, you cost them over a billion dollars, and we're going to hire you? Industry ain't that small, motherfucker. <laughs>
2: Hold up, I'm on a Stadia store. I,
0: what'd you what'd you call it? Stadia? Okay,
2: St- Stadia? Stadia. Whatever. Shady, shady, shady. Stadia, They really have Jedi Fallen Order, this year-old game, for sixty bucks. Come on, man, stop it.
3: Well, you stop know.
2: It. See, I'm on my shine.
0: Now. Listen. Well, I think they were selling it on sale for a while there, a couple weeks ago. But I mean they're starting up. That's what I'm saying. Once they get more games, I think this can be a this this technology is only can only can get better. Uh it's it's a certainly there's a there's a lane for that, man. There is a lane. You
3: know, uh you can play this shit on any screen. That's an interesting thing. Uh I think
0: now see to me this oh, I would see a Sony or, or Xbox can see this, and be like, when we throw our weight behind something like this, with the love that we have from the gamers and our connections, I think it could be even bigger. But I do, I, I give Google points that this shit does work. They just need more games. But this is a great, you know, they're 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 uh they're the golden child out of all of this, like. All this other stuff, this is the second best place to play this game besides a PC. Uh, and you see how the console is. It's no, but the thing is, it's no reason. It's not the fault of the console, it's the fault of the developer.
3: Right.
0: But again, they could cash in. Uh, the second best place to play Cyberpunk. 2077. <laughs> I should, if I was on a Google thing, I'd be like, we need to put some banner ads out. You know, Cyberpunk, I would, Cyberpunk, and then have the pixelated. Character on a, P, on a PS4 Cyberpunk. This is what it looks like. <laughs> and then here's what it looks like on Stadium. And this is, you know, <laughs> she signed up today, motherfucker.
2: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Here's a $10 discount code. Yeah,
0: here's a, a giant, giant join the day. And now it would be, would that be petty and hell? Oh, well,
2: business. Yeah. Nothing personal. <laughs> it's like, y'all winning. Come on.
0: Yeah, y'all. Y'all the one pulled it out the store? Oh, can't buy? Stadia's not for sale in the PlayStation Store. It's for sale here. And we're giving you a free controller. And That's their system seller. Shit, if anything, they I'd sell a bundled box. Rush that out to retail. And it'd be the controller with the Chromecast and they'd have the cyberpunk shit all on the. <laughs> Get your cyberpunk bundle. Plug it into your phone, PC, TV. Have
3: at it. But anyway.
0: Um, We got time for one, I think, one more topic.
3: If there's something you got.
2: Um, I just want to have a good recommendation for a show to watch. Um, Japanese show called Alice in Borderlands on Netflix. Highly recommend it. If, uh. I'm going to say it's a cross between Battle Royale, that movie, Mm -hmm. and Saw. And I know Saw got long in the tooth. But if you were a fan of the original Saw film, which was Mm -hmm. brilliant, you will enjoy this movie. Um, It starts off with- um, Is it a movie or a TV series? TV series. I'm sorry. It's uh, six episodes. So uh, it's not going to take you that much time to go through it. Uh, It takes place in uh, Tokyo, these three guys. Um, they're just going around clowning. They give you a little backstory on them too, because it kind of plays into what's going on in this world. They hide out in a, one of the Tokyo train stations, and then the lights go out and then it flashbacks on and everybody's gone. And I'm hmm. sitting, okay, well, what the hell's going on? So they're walking around, they're trying to figure out where'd everybody go. And then they get this uh, notification that the game is about to start. Oh, so it's, Also, it's, it's a little Hunger Games for the noobs that don't know Battle Royale. No shade. This almost um, sounds like an anime or something. Interesting. Yeah, it was. It was uh it was uh, anime. Okay. Yeah. So they made it a live action. I, that's when I did some research on it, that's what I found out. Apparently it's very anticipated in Japan. So they go to this uh this this uh building where they're supposed to play this game and they learn that they're in this game. And the, uh, the setting of the game is a three of clubs. So apparently the three is the difficulty level of this game and the suit tells you what type it is. The The clubs, it means it's a team game. And as they're sitting there waiting for the game to start, they got these cell phones. These, uh, two other, these two other women join them. So they have to go through this building and try to figure out how to, what this game is. Is it a puzzle? How to get out of it? Because each room that they're in, they get, Uh, The first room is two minutes. We have to figure out, um, do they take the door to the left or the right? One says life, one says death. And it's like, okay, which one are we going to go through? So then they have to go progress through this whole, all these rooms, trying to figure out which way they got to go. Of course, they survive Mm -hmm. it. And they're told that they have a three-day visa. Mm -hmm. And when that three days is up, they got to come play another game. And then to make it totally effed up, as they're leaving the building, this dude comes walking up like, "Yo, I'm done. I'm not playing these games anymore. I'm just do what you got to do." And then this uh, red light just shoots out of the skies and kills him. And to make it more fucked up, it's all no, is don't they spoil it for me now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's what's it's for. They pan out, and you just see. Pew, pew, pew. I was, and you just go, oh, shit. Cause you know, they're thinking like it's just, uh, it's only happening to us. Mm-hmm. And then you just see all these lights uh, light up all over Tokyo, people getting killed because their visa's up. And I was just like, oh, okay. check it fuck. Out. episode two to me was the dopest one. I think you really get into it. Uh, it's called, uh, they're, they're playing tag, but the way they play tag ain't what we used, we grew up on. So I say okay. it like that, right. and it got heated. There was there was this one spot where they were they were fighting with the dude, and then he pulls out this weapon. I I kid you not, I was on the couch. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I was like, "This just got more heated." Um, I ain't gonna lie. Around episode four or five, it kind of loses a steam, but the last episode. It it just it got ramped up again. Plus, they gave you some uh, some good uh, a good storyline to go into another season as you learn more information, and it just goes. It, it's it, to me, I felt it was really good. Maybe if you, I mean, if you're not opposed to reading subtitles, you probably get more of the emotion hearing them speak natively in the Japanese tongue. But for me, I, I just ain't got. I, I just can't get into uh, the subtitle reading. Sorry, I'm lazy. But I really enjoyed it. And the games that they were playing, whew, it, it's its a mindfuck. And I was just looking like, how the hell could you go through that? All right. It was Alice in Wonderland? Is that what it was? Called? Alice in Borderlands. Borderlands.
0: Yeah. I've seen the trailer on Netflix. Yeah.
2: It, it gets crazy. <laughs> it gets crazy. Okay. But it's a it's a fun six uh, episodes.
0: All right. I definitely will watch that. Um, I will... It's, I don't know if I recommend it per se, but I did watch a movie called Parallel or Parallels.
2: Yeah, I did see you uh, yeah, recommend it. Yeah,
0: it's an interesting concept. Essentially, these younger people, they find a doorway or this mirror, and it's a mirror right. to yeah. parallel realities. And what's interesting is when you go over there, or you, you walk through it, like they come out in the same house that they're in, and they see themselves in this world. And then as they kind of walk around, uh, you, you see things. And I was thinking it was time travel, but it's not necessarily time travel. So what happens is, it's, let's just say if you go over there and you're over there for 30 minutes, when you come back, maybe five seconds is, a, is a past here. So things move faster over there. Time is moving faster. And and I'm not going to spoil the movie, but the premise of it these these younger people and this takes place in Seattle. They are working on an app, some kind of app and they're trying to sell it to some company or something, so they're still developing it. But they're they haven't really gotten it working right all the way and some other guy that they know, he figured out how to do it faster than them than they did and he's about to sell it to this company. And so once they realize this portal thing, they go over to the portal and they spend however long they need to spend over there finishing the app. And when they come back, mm-hmm. only, it's only been like a day or a day or what has went by. So they have a finished app and super quick time and they were able to sell it and get all this money and stuff. And with that, then they start saying, well, what else can we kind of do? Right. And all I'll say is. It eventually comes down to you know people getting killed and. They're turning on each other, and all this craziness uh, happens. But it's a very, it's a very smart idea. The premise of it, they kind of lose it a little bit, and I think they kind of break some of their own rules to sort of be more of a thriller toward the end. But it was an interesting movie. Uh, I will give it that. It was like uh, a, a B level Nolan type movie. You know what I mean? Like mm. it, was, Wait, it, was it was interesting.
2: Was it better than Tenet?
0: no no it's not but I mean the the idea of it is just as good in a sense but it it does get away from itself a little bit at least from my understanding it got away from itself uh because it's because you want it to be a time time travel thing but it's not time travel because the thing is the other thing I'll say too is every time you go back through that portal you're resetting it resets so I don't know if they're going back to the same world or a different one but it's, but whatever they, so if you went over there and killed somebody and then you came back, there's no, reper, no repercussions because it never happened. You know, you're, you're back in a different world. So one thing I'll throw this question without my support, what happens if they bring somebody from that world to ours and the, and the things that are different about it is, and I'll say this, this wasn't the a movie, they pick up a DVD in that other world it looked like some bargain bin DVD, but it was a Frankenstein movie. And it starred, I think he said Adam driver and some other famous actor. And they were all looking at it. Like, I don't remember this movie. And, and you could tell it was some cheaply done movie. Like they never were in this kind of movie. And that's when they realized it's the little things that are very different, but more so about art and things of that nature that were very different, you know, could you go over there and get the lotto numbers and then come back over here and play those numbers? Well, you be tripping? You're, 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 it's not going to work because one number is going to be different. And so that was the thing that I thought was very interesting. It was, it was little things that were different, but how does a person take those little things and bring them back and use them to their advantage?
3: So, par- so par- parallel.
2: So check it out. One <coughs> uh, uh, more movie I wanted to uh, call out uh, is on Amazon. Um, they have this small act series where there's a number of uh, British, black British um, uh, stories that are being told. Steve McQueen. Yeah, Yeah, Steve McQueen. I watched the first one called The Mangrove Highly recommend it. The acting is just so great. Letitia Wright. Um, I don't know any of the other uh, male actors, but Letitia Wright is uh, is in there. She gave a hell of a performance. Um, it's just raw. It's hell of emotional. And it left me thinking like, God damn, great Britain ain't shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, real quick, it takes place, I believe, I think, I think it takes place in the, uh, the early 70s. And it's a Jamaican in a part where there's a lot of Jamaican immigrants and they're just being harassed by the police. Day after day, just going in, raiding his store, accusing him of uh, having doing illicit and illegal activities in there. Uh, there was a, a protest that ended up being in a riot. The court case that they had was hilarious, in my opinion, but I just... You would everyone listening should go watch it because the acting and the emotions that they gave was just great. I would say the best cast, uh, the best acting by a cast all year. That's not saying much because we didn't see a, a lot of movies out there, but just is, is a must watch because of the acting and the performances being given.
0: Okay, what was this called again?
2: It's um. This uh if you go if you have an Amazon Prime through their uh, video, it's under the small axe banner. It, they they call them episodes even though like a, even though they're hour and 40 minute movies. And uh the one that um recommending is called The Mangrove. Uh it was an actual real um uh a real store in I'm mean, sorry, a real restaurant in uh in uh England. Uh, my wife and my uh kids kept walking by because they was hearing all of this uh, Patois, Jamaican Patois being spoken. And they were like, yo, yeah, he, they were very authentic with it.
3: Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. Yeah. Check
2: that yeah. out. Highly um,
0: the other thing, just to, to jump back into Black Panther real quick, I think I saw that Marvel posted this on Twitter just either yesterday, day before or something. Uh, just saying again that they're not going to recast Chadwick Boseman, but that the movie Black Panther 2 is actually going to be about Wakanda. Uh, they gave us, if nothing else, it's a little more information on what to expect uh, from the movie. But yeah, they're saying that the movie, uh, they're not going to recast them, but that this movie is going to focus on the world of Wakanda. Uh, yeah, it says the sequel will continue to explore the incomparable world of Wakanda, and all of the rich and varied characters introduced in the first film. So that's a very interesting statement for them to put out.
3: Uh, to let us know that, yeah, I guess T'Challa is not going to be dead. But we're not going to even focus on that. We're going to
0: tell some other stories. So I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see that. I, I want to see how they
2: my, play that off. Yeah, my thing is how, so they're not going to address T'Challa's death. Or if there is a death of T'ch- T'Challa, because maybe they're trying to leave themselves open to, yeah, we can recast later down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, but just based on how things left, um, you had T'Challa and Wakanda um, exposing themselves to the world, trying to help. And then you've had with um, T'Challa and Shuri being dead for five years. So I'm just saying, how do you talk about everything but who's ruling uh, Wakanda, and or what happened to the ruler of Wakanda?
0: Yeah, it's a it, it's it's going to be a bold move, right? So it's going to. I'm curious who the movie will star. I'm sure it'll be an ensemble cast again, but obviously it's going to be a some other things going. On. I I I trust Ryan Krugler, so I think he'll come up with something good. But I'm curious how this will all tie into the rest of the Marvel thing, and 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 like you said. You know, T'Challa. He's not. If he's not dead, then where is he, and why are they not showing him? And and will the movie be called Black Panther Two, or was it going to be like Black Panther Two: World of Wakandans? I'm very curious. Very curious what they. And I'm saying this because I just watched part of the movie the other day. I hadn't seen it in a while, and it's funny watching it now. And I'm watching Killmonger again. I'm just like, you know what? I don't want him to lose. <laughs> like... <laughs> One, Michael B. Jordan killed that role. But when I'm listening to Killmonger's talking, and I agreed with them back then, but I'm more so like, but but he's making a good point. Like, why are we just leaving the rest of these black people out here to suffer? And you could help them. Now, you may not go overthrow America, but I was I was digging what he was saying. I was, I was like, it would be very interesting if. Uh, he did win like he won in the movie, but he didn't waste no time. Like, if he just, right when he defeated, Chai, he said, All right, mount up. We're riding on America <laughs> tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we dropping guns out of these ships into the inner cities. And I'll let it all I was like, That'd be a very interesting movie, boy. Because he was on some other He was like, Listen, let's. It's was, it was just been a, it's a, it was, it's an interesting movie. Cause I found myself as much as I like Black Panther the character and stuff, I'm like eh, he got a point. <laughs> now I'm not am I co-signing some of the foolishness he was doing? No, but his overall agenda, I'm kind of with. I would like to see that. That would have been a hell of a, hell of a thing to explore. What if he did that? Got all those technology and then he dropped it off in Oakland or where you know whatever, and was like, yeah, go on fight. Take back the street. <laughs> would been, what would have happened? Would Captain America and Newman have been forced to come out? I would have loved to see that
3: movie. You know what? That should be a what
0: if. Yeah, that would be a cold what if. <laughs> Spike Lee's what if the child lived. <laughs> you mean Killmonger?
2: A oh, Killmonger? Excuse me. Yeah, boy. Oh man, I could Ooh, already see. Yeah, that couldn't make, I couldn't get on Disney Plus. That have to be <laughs> yeah, BET or it was on a very special episode of Would Have on Hulu. Yeah, <laughs> if, I would have.
0: I'd had it right this right when he uh, Killmonger put the mask on. He would have. He would have queued up the music. I won't deny it. I'm <laughs>
2: <I'll> so <say bye.
3: laughs> Yeah, like what
2: if? Uh, T'Challa didn't survive the fall. <laughs> that would be what it is. Yeah. yeah, people would be in their fields. I can see <laughs> the coons coming out. You know, we don't like this because we're trying to right. we're trying to bring the nation together. And here's Disney dividing us with this BS story. Ooh. I can see it.
0: Uh, that's why I'm that's why I'm hyped for American skin. Oh boy, that's yeah. That movie, Nate Parker, boy. Protected at uh, all costs. We, I need that. Just let that movie come out. And it better okay. not end with some kumbaya. They ain't all that bad. At the, I don't, nah, don't let that movie I'm, end like that. Uh-uh. We better
2: not get <laughs> clean and slimmed. Because, you know, we saw <laughs> oh, that trailer. Right, we, were right. like, we read it right. And then we saw the movie like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> Do not clean and slim us. Yeah, I'm saying that. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Nate Parker, you, you know, he's going to catch some heat. I know I'm already. Know oh, yeah, it. I'm sure they're cooking up I, something. <laughs> i got to see this this movie and see where this goes.
0: Well, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. I think you may have posted this. Uh, it was clickbait titling. But it was uh, Rosie Perez talking about. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, shooting those sex scenes and do the right thing. I was like, man. Is this the early shot to go ahead and discredit Spike? Cuz you know Spike's a producer on American Skins like I'm going to try to dirty Spike's name up so by the time the movie comes out of See, he he's already you know the sexual da, da, da.
2: Is he know. he's attached to that film? Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, he he had nothing to do with it being made. There's an interview actually online with Spike and Nate cuz they they they've been showing this movie at film festivals last year. And uh Spike basically said, yeah, Nate came to me and had it done. He showed me the movie and he Spike was like, I just told him, yo, how can I be down? Like, use my name. You know, what What do I got to do to open some bridges, the doors? I need to be involved. So that's why when you see it on the trailers, you know, Spike needs name coming, pow!
3: So yeah, man.
0: Spike got on cold. But but I could see them getting on cold. It's going
3: to be interesting. <laughs> yes. I know he
0: got to be ready for the smoke. That movie just ain't gonna be just coming out. I I that much I can guarantee you. There's gonna be some kind of smoke. Taking over the police. Uh, Oh, that's probably gonna get Obama out there. I we just don't need to be saying Defund. This movie does not help. (laughs) Come on, man. This movie is too decisive, man. Incinerary.
2: If you spend one red cent on this ticket, then you ain't black.
0: (laughs) Now, am I going to buy a ticket to watch this movie? No! let me stop. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not going to sit here and say anything bad about
2: it. I play both sides. (laughs) You know, because she's from Oakland, so you know she Uh, got it. Sides of the
0: coin. Anyway, let me stop clowning. Uh, Well, I think that's about it. I think there's a lot of other things, but we'll we'll reconvene another time. Uh, We're getting close to Christmas. That's for sure. Any big Christmas plan?
2: Not a goddamn thing. Okay. You You got a Christmas tree up? My wife did.
0: Okay, well, then you got one up.
2: I ain't got nothing up. So,
0: I'm saying, pause, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> my wife did, but I ain't
3: got nothing now
2: nah, i'm just I'm just not a big Christmas person, but you know the kids oh well and, I mean, that's right, Joel witness too,
3: yeah,
2: so uh, even before then, you know we like I think once around thirteen fourteen you know i you not gonna get shit no more. <laughs> I don't I'm like Christmas getting, no more. I don't like this shit. I'm still getting shit. It was just like, <laughs> you ain't doing all that extra stuff. When like, you you said when, when it was
0: time for you, had to start buying gifts, too. <laughs> I don't really like this anymore, mom. Uh, <laughs>
2: nah, I'm not going to say that, but, you know.
0: <laughs> Why did I use Dude. my allowance to buy stuff? <laughs> Got to get put in. <laughs> <laughs> They don't like it no more. <laughs> I did like holiday? It was a
2: white man's holiday. I don't. Yeah, I used uh, that once. <laughs> <laughs> How do we know? Do we even know this is Jesus' birthday? Like, come on. There we go. That was two thousand years ago. Who was there? <laughs> Where's his birth certificate? Wow, I, I'm actually. I, I used
0: to. I mean, I loved Christmas as a kid, and I look at it for a kids standpoint i know it's just so much fun and stuff and yeah santa's not real and all that but it's just the fun of it i i know i had a lot of fun so i just want to make sure the kids can
2: have fun with that you know before they get I, too old i, I go live my my daughter was talking about some santa claus i just kind of looked at her like i like okay let me not kill her joy let me not kill her joy yeah, but, man. I'm just, but i'm just sitting there thinking to myself like let me believe in that goddamn white man I ain't bringing you a goddamn thing I'm yeah, only the, house.
0: the same way we are all on these <laughs> cartoon character, comic book characters, they ain't real, and it's just the same thing. Here you go. So me that, you know, they have their fantasy; we got ours.
2: I mean, I think I didn't crush it. I, I just, you know, just in my head, I'm thinking like, oh Lord, I don't want this bull, but you know, let her find out on her own. Yeah, that's a part. Of, I think, to me, it's a part of
0: well. I guess a part of humans, we we like mythical characters and stuff. It, it inspires us. It frightens us at times. But I think it's a necessary thing. You know, it's not real, but there's something to be said of, of these characters. That you know, there's Thor. There's a lot of mytho- uh, mythology and different things. Santa. Uh, you know, Wakanda. All this type of Batman, I know it's not real, but I love it. You know, it's just, it's a well, it's a story.
2: I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give this revelation. I know I'm going to get clowned, but I guess one time I actually mailed a letter to the North Pole to Santa oh. Claus for a Nintendo.
0: Hey, you know, hey, I ain't mad at that. am not mad at that. You, you ever know, t- take a picture with Santa? I
2: don't think I have, no. Oh,
0: okay. No. Man, that was a big thing, man. I mean, it's and it's, it's gone now because of COVID for now. But I ain't mad at it, man. Let these kids have some fun. Yeah, ain't nothing gone. Again, any kid who thinks and when they get older that some man is coming is is flying in the sky with a reindeer—that's something else. But it, as a just as a fun type of fantasy, it's, I don't see anything wrong with it.
2: Yeah. Anyway, side eye. I gave her a the side go. That's
3: all good. You, you got to agree. You got to agree. Yes. Now,
0: if they changed Santa, and she, it was like,
3: so your, your Santa would probably be like, uh, I'm trying to think who would I. I'm going to get some like, uh, I, IG model. You know what I'm saying? Oh,
0: come yeah. on. Man. <laughs> she Somehow she got her big ass down the chimney.
2: <laughs> but she's sliding down, down the, the pipe. Oh, there you
0: go, Nancy. There you go. <laughs> I, I gave you a little bit of rope. and yeah, she's sliding down the pole, Mike.
3: Whoa, oh! <laughs> I got a pole she can slide on. Uh. Rudolph the red nosed Dicknum. hilarious. Ladies and
0: gentlemen, listen. Um,. I was i say this. I was supposed to do a different podcast today. I I can say it. I'll say it now because it it's still gonna happen. we're gonna have uh,
3: Pepe Willie uh on the show. Uh should be a good conversation. So looking forward to that. I read his book, finished his book. You should check it
0: out, man. That's pretty good. Pretty good. He reminds me of
3: I don't know if you had this experience, but there was that older man. He could have been like an uncle or the older cousin who has some game and if if, you know,
0: if your dad wasn't necessarily around or he would come through and get you straight or help out Mm. and stuff, he was that kind of brother. I I was like, okay, I can, I see where, how he fit in it. And I didn't realize how deep he was in the music game aside from Prince. Uh, so he's so yeah he he he's definitely not getting the props in my opinion like he's supposed to,
3: but we're gonna we're gonna do our part to make sure that rectify that. But yes,
0: real, real good dude, good 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 brother. He's that kind like of say he that brother we all had him. You know he came through the, through your family and and he helped out. He may have gave you some game and everybody respected him. You know you straightened up a little bit when you saw him, but now I can understand why he was. How he how he had his albums out with Prince and all that I get it man. Why why didn't Prince shut that down fully? I
3: understand that. Oh, okay. I understand. But the book is interesting. The book starts with Morris calling Pepe, and this is
0: right before Papa Rain came out. It's like, yo, man, I'm I'm not in the camp no more. I'm not really eating, and I don't even got no tickets to the premiere. Whoop whoop whoop. You know, I got you, young blood. Let me make some calls. let me get you, we'll we'll, we'll figure this out. He was that, so he was that dude, you know what I'm saying, like can you you help me out and then, you know, Pepe could get on the phone with Mo Austin or get these people yeah man, listen, we gotta get more straight and then, the day of the premiere, him and Morris walk in together and Prince Prince (laughs) turned and looked what? And Pepe like What's up, Playboy? I hey now, all right. But because of the respect, for instance, let that go. Oh, okay. all
3: right, all right yeah.
0: You doing your thing. That's what you always did. You was that brother, so I respect that. Even I didn't want more So I respect that.
3: <laughs> so yeah, he's he was that dude. Damn, like I said, I should need to read this book then. Yeah, man. He was, he's...
0: Good shit. And there's a part, I'm not gonna the part in there would I was always curious how did Jesse get that song? What was that all about?
3: you got that in there. So it was good. Good stuff. It was a good read. Quick read. Uh quick read. But anyway, yeah, man.
0: So there was that. But yeah, man, 20 2021, the plan is to be podcasting like crazy, particularly on some video stuff. So I'm gonna be doing a lot of video, a lot of video.
3: We we're going we're going all in, man. And I had to pick up some equipment
0: today, as a matter of fact. I, I picked up uh for people oh, how do you do the show? I just got some new equipment. It's called the Zoom Pod Track P4. It's like almost like a handheld device made for podcasting. You can plug in four mics into it. You can plug your phone directly into it to take phone calls or to call people, plug it into a computer, which is what it's plugged in right now. Uh, it's dope, man. Dope. It's, and it's easy. I I just, I just literally just got this before we started recording, plugged it
3: in, turned it on, and ready to go. So it's not all complicated. Uh, you can hear shit like that. Got your little buttons for sounds. So do live streaming.
0: Let's get it. It's time to go. It's time to take it up a notch. We've been in this too long not to, so we're going to keep expanding. But we want to thank everybody. We had a great year this year. A lot of great shows, a lot of great uh, interviews. Even with the COVID, we didn't get to travel this year, but still did our thing. So hopefully things open up next year, man. So celebration 2021? Uh, Hopefully. If not, we'll have our own thing. On clubhouse. Yeah, we yeah, or, or we or we might be coming to a, a town and just set up. You know, it's like that, man. We can do it. But we'll see. But yeah, we we're definitely gonna be doing stuff. That that, that much I know. Plus I gotta eat. Everybody gotta eat, so we ain't got no choice. <laughs> 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 I ain't got no choice. And I was thinking the other day, and and I God bless it. I have a job and stuff, I'm not saying, but as we've seen this year, anything can happen. So at least have some different things going just in case. Yeah. You know, have your whole future tied in somebody else's whims. That's not a,
3: that's not the place to be. But uh yeah, man. So looking forward to it.
0: All right. Any last things you want to add before we get out here, Ant?
2: Nah, nah, I'm good. Uh, hope everybody's uh safe out there and look forward to a new year. Bright new year. Yeah. So,
0: yes, all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. This is working like a job. My name is Michael Dean and Pooh. Where can they find you online?
2: Find me on Twitter, and Instagram, and at Pooh. And in about five minutes or your time, uh, you probably find me on Clubhouse all day, every day.
0: Damn. Okay. <laughs> Spot.
3: Well, with that said, working like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace.